we're looking beautiful. If you don't see four sexy dudes on your screen, that's not us. That's not us. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let me also remind everyone to go to yeah. HankStrange.com. Uh, sign up for our email list. Very important. Lola sends out that newsletter. Keeps you guys notified of deals and other goings-ons, videos that we have posted. You can look around the site, find all the different ways to support us. Actually, if you look on StrangerHolics, that tab will take you to all the different places that we are on social media, etc. You can also find a place that you can buy patches from us. Okay, very cool. It's a good way to support us. Get the patches. Um, as well as we've got links to Ballistic Inc. where you'll find our t-shirts and all that kind of good stuff. Alright, it looks like we're feeding out to the folks. I'm going to ask everyone to smash those thumbs ups, uh, ring the bell, share this video if you can. We're still getting ghosted by the YouTubes. And um, also, big shout out to Harry's Holsters, one of the sponsors here of the podcast. Uh, they make fine Kydex holsters. We've got a whole new line of stuff out that you'll be seeing some stuff coming out from us pretty soon here. All right, that being said, I am going to throw these fellas up on the screen, and I'm going to press the open, and here we go. Welcome back to the Boom! All right, make sure you smash that subscribe button, thumbs up, and ring the bell, Walter. Ring the bell so people can be notified. Boom, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Ring the bell. (laughs) I don't know if Alex was ready for that. We are live. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on out there. So Alex and Mike of Armaspec, this is your first time. We have a thing here that we do called Jazz Hands, and it goes like this. We're taking it back from the tourists. We're taking it back. You got to do Jazz Hands. Come on, Mike. Come on, Alex. Let's see those Jazz Hands. No one is too macho to do it. There we go. (laughs) <laughs> Come on. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode 678 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. See, that that breaks the ice. That's how you get everything going here. Uh, we've entitled the show Armaspec Parts and Accessories. They make uh, gun parts and accessories. We didn't put the, the gun part in the title because YouTube's a bunch of communists, social communist bastards, you know. And uh, they do lots of crazy stuff to us. But anyway, they make gun parts and accessories, and they're here to talk about that. If, you, if you've heard of them, let us know if you've heard of Armaspec. You should have. They've got quite a few things out there. If you haven't, you're going to find out everything you need to know tonight. Um, and we also have Walter Keller of Safety Harbor Firearms joining us. Walter, what's up? Uh, got some prettiness back from the anodizers. Yes, so we will talk about that. We'll yep. t- we, we will get into that. Um, also, so let's see. So first we've got Mike. I'm going to show Mike here on the screen. What's up, Mike? How are you doing, sir? How's everything? I'm doing good, Hank. How are you doing? Good, man. I haven't seen you guys since uh, New Mexico. Since, you know, yes. we were out there in New Mexico. That was fun. Doing the Ballistic Summit. A- absolutely. That was cool. Thanks for coming on the show. And uh, you are, you're out there. So Armaspec is in New Mexico. And then we've got Alex, of course. Alex, you're in, uh, you're in where? Where are you? San Francisco. Oh, you're in California. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, this is like, this is probably a good place to start everything. Um, I don't know who wants to take this, but uh, maybe we'll start here with, um, with Alex. Uh, you're the owner of Armaspec, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so tell us uh, how and why the company started. Who are you? Why did you start making gun parts? Sure. We started in uh, 2013. 
uh, making accessories for firearms, primarily the AR platform. Mm -hmm. Just looking for uh, better products to make out there and uh, decided it was time for us to uh, get some of our own stuff out. So we started with one product, uh, now we have about 130 SKUs. Okay, very nice. So yeah. were you always um, were you always making gun parts, or um, were you always in the gun business? I should say, you, I'm assuming you weren't making gun parts before. No, were you no, always into guns, making guns, and stuff like that? No, I was in software before. Okay. Uh, we started. Oops, sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, it was always a hobby for me. Oh, so okay. Just been a hobby. I got into uh, modifying ARs uh, probably in the mid '90s. Uh, before okay. that was the 1911s. Oh, okay. And then the company started in 2013, so it was just uh, something that I love to do. Okay, so your background is as a tech guy? Yeah, engineer. Okay, engineer. So have you worked on some stuff that we know about? I've done a lot of things over the years. I've been an entrepreneur all my life, so. Okay, very cool, interesting. We used to OEM for Hewlett Packard, Compaq, HMT, mm -hmm. uh, security stuff, uh, telephone at the Mexico, Telmax, uh, okay. Sears Row, and then... We also, I, I've done some poker table stuff. I've been, been around. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. So uh, tell us about Mike. If Mike's out in New Mexico. Oh, you know, like what, what's your position in the company, Mike? What do you do with Armaspec? And how did you get into this whole firearms industry? So I'm the VP of sales here at Armaspec. Uh, it's been a lifetime passion. I've been a uh, professional gunsmith since the 80s, competitive shooter, a uh, gun store owner in Southern California, relocated here. I was with another company uh, for 10 years, uh, working with them, bringing their grow, growing their company. And then uh, Alex invited me to come over about a little, little over two years ago now to help expand the company. And we've done very well just in the last two years. We've, uh, oh, we're probably four or five times the size of what we were, uh, enough that we're expanding here into New Mexico, Moriarty. A uh, small town, uh, pro America, mm -hmm. pro Trump. Mm -hmm. So, it's a nice place to be. Okay. Um, since you since you mentioned it, I guess I will bring up. You know, since the last time we saw each other, we were all hanging out. Uh, there's been the elections. <laughs> what do you guys think about that, and how does that affect the business overall? Whoever wants to take it. Uh, uh, who? No one wants to go for this one, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I assume you weren't asking me. You know how I feel about stuff. So. Well, I mean, you, yeah. yeah you, go ahead, Mike. Basically, uh, you know, we're looking. You know, we're, we're of course we're hoping that Trump, uh, when this is all settled and done and the everything's settled down, that we've got Trump for another four more years mm -hmm. uh, of stability. Uh, if it goes the other way, it's going to be very chaotic. Mm -hmm. We have no clue what they're. You know, we, you know, we've heard what they want to do. Uh, what they're going to try to what going to try to achieve, and it's going to be another uh, crazy, unstable uh, business mm -hmm. until we can figure out what's going on here. So, uh, just time will tell. We'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, this has been already a crazy year uh, for a lot of people that we talk to here. H how does that look for you guys? Let's say just outside of what's recently happened or happening with the elections, how's this whole year look like for you guys? Oh, it's been pretty crazy for us, so mm -hmm. and it's been busy, and it's only going to get worse now. Mm -hmm. Either whichever way it goes. Okay. Let's come in. Yeah. Um, so maybe we should we should jump into like showing the folks um, some accessories. I'm assuming 
you guys have some stuff where you want to tell you want to tell like what's your major stuff that you have out now or the new things that you have out now i want everyone to bear in mind we can't like actually show guns because the youtube overlords are watching us big brother is out there looking at us so as long as we don't if 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 you have like an upper or something like that i think it's fine you know we could definitely show parts if you have stuff i could go pull it up on your social media or something like that and show the folks what we're talking about so uh yeah and armament and axis says mike's video keeps freezing uh i'm not sure if we can do anything about that i don't know how his internet speed is out there terrible so it's terrible yeah so that's the reason well, we can hear you though so that's the most important thing okay yeah you know uh, it yeah. will be hard for me to show product but i will do the best i can mm-hmm Okay, uh, let's, you know, what, one thing that we're, we're very proud of that Alex uh, designed and uh, has been a very, very good product is, is that pretty dude right there? See that? Okay, yes, we can see that, right? Uh, okay. Pull it, pull back a little bit. Uh, yeah, okay, so uh, what is this exactly? Obviously, it looks like a buffer. This is our stealth recoil system. Mm -hmm. It replaces, it replaces the standard uh, Ill-spec spring and buffer in an AR-15. Mm -hmm. uh, quiets down that springiness that's common with the AR-15 recoil system. Smooths out the action because now the uh, guide rod, the spring and guide rod are the center line of your bolt carrier group, so it smooths out the action, makes it feel very linear. Mm -hmm. uh, the secondary spring, the spring right here. Helps reduce the felt. Uh, very nice unit. Okay, so the secondary reduces the felt recoil. Is that what you were saying? I think you broke up a little. Correct. The secondary spring, this second stage right here, mm -hmm. is what help reduces the felt recoil. Okay. I'm sure there's some super science uh, behind that, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's basically a multi-stage recoil system. So okay. by slowing down the action, by timing it just right, Plus, the last that the secondary spring gives you that last quarter inch of travel to absorb some of that additional recoil. Okay, so so the so when someone's if someone installs that in in their gun, they should feel it like smooth out. Is it you know is, is it reset gonna be faster? Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out exactly how it would work on there. What were we gonna say, Walt? You don't get the spring noise. Okay. Correct. Okay. That you don't get that clunky clink 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 going in the in the oh, buffer tube. Okay. In the stock. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that does that have an application? If you're running something suppressed, you want it to be a little bit reduce some of the noise on it. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. It's actually very noticeable with suppressors. That's what a lot of the guys that shoot suppressors because of it quiets down the system. Mm -hmm. You really you really hear hear a change of difference with the uh, stealth recoil system. Oh, okay. Uh, Len Holt wants to know if it's tunable. And I know there's some guys asking for, for you guys to show specific stuff. So we're just going to try to like go through somehow systematically and then uh, get your, get your questions and, and comments and things like that here. You know, we're fortunate. We got Walter who makes stuff and we've got Mike and, and we've got Alex and these guys make stuff. So this is a good opportunity to talk about making things as well as smashing the thumbs ups. By the way, I hope you super smash the thumbs ups because this is the last show for this week. I'm taking uh, tomorrow off, right? Because I'm actually going out to do some stuff with the 
Iraq veteran 8888 dudes over the weekend, and I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow, so there's going to be no show tomorrow. As a matter of fact, I don't think there's any show next week either, Walter. You can have next week off. You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> I, get to, I get to get caught up on things. Yes. <laughs> you get to do some work, some more work. Um, so, yeah, okay, so where was I? We were... Um, Len Holt wanted to know if it's tunable. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Mike, or, or it's yes, it's tunable. Mm -hmm. uh, we offer, I believe, eight different weights, nine different weights for it. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can go to an H, H2, mm -hmm. C, uh, based on the uh, what you're looking to achieve, whether it's suppressed, uh, the length of the barrel. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, um, we offer everything from a standard C weight, which is about, which is equivalent to the 3.3 standard buffer, all the way up to the big bores, the AR10s, nine millimeters. Uh, mm -hmm. So if you if you've got an AR15, we've got a recoil system that that'll work with it. Oh, okay. We're an AR10. Okay, so AR10, um, AR obviously nine millimeter. Correct. Nine. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see what other questions. Someone, uh, Armsman is complaining I'm taking too many days off. He says joking. Too many days off. No days off. I'm still working. It's still work. It's still work. I might be shooting up some of Eric's uh, ammo or something like that, but hey, I still consider that to be work. Um, and what is all the talk about Bigfoot, Walter? Do you know what that's going Is there some kind of Bigfoot, Bigfoot? thing? Going on that I don't know. Screaming Skull Saloon says pretty cool, but not as cool as going hunting for Bigfoot. I have no idea well, what that means. I'm not down with the cool kids, so well, I, I mean, don't even know, you know what Bigfoot, that means. Bigfoot's always been a, I guess, an attraction. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if there's anything special going on with Bigfoot. I mean, is that what they're calling a? Joe Biden now or his uh, uh, I don't know. Someone's going to have to explain to us in the chat what the Bigfoot stuff is even about because I have no clue. I'm not up on all the cool stuff, and I've actually been running around all day today, so I don't know if there's something going on on the internet that I don't know about, but I've been like in and out of uh, uh, doctor's visits and all kinds of stuff. So let's see here. DC, DCG44 says, and it's an easy drop-in. I'm assuming you just open up that bad boy, pull out your... Correct. You just pull out your standard spring and buffer and slide it in. It's designed mm -hmm. to fit into a mil-spec carbine-length buffer tube. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, Special K wants to know if it works on an SHGF fifty. <laughs> uh, that's my. That's the upper that I made. Uh, no, you don't. You don't need a buffer and a and a spring and a and a bolt action uh, uh, action. Yes. No. Yeah. You oh, don't. I'm glad you answered that one. I had no clue what he was talking about there. Yeah. Well, yeah. some people actually. There have been some customers that have taken a regular spring and cut it short. So when you pull the bolt back, it would kind of push the the mm -hmm. handle forward. Hmm. But no, oh, wow. Um, that's, that's one of those. Uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. One of those Does that void your customers. warranty? Uh, uh, Does that void? Uh, <laughs> Does that void uh, anything? No modifications to the to the upper when you drop a spring in. So I would say no. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, so Walter <laughs> makes something called the SHTF fifty, which is a fifty BMG upper that you could put on an AR fifteen lower. Yeah, we've been doing that since just, we've been doing that since 2003. So, um, yeah, yeah, can't have them in Cal. Well, California, you can have one. Maybe if you have one in 510 DTC, you can have it. Um, but um, 50 50 BMG in California is a no no. So yes, yeah, 
Yeah. Um, oh, okay, let's see what else we got going on here. Uh, Calico Jack says, Hank, are you going to put some footage of your time with Eric and Chad on IV 8888? Uh, yes, I'll, I'll get some kind of uh, footage going for you guys, of course. I'll share that. Uh, more importantly, I'm going to hang out with those guys, so hopefully I'll show up on something that they do. So you guys just be looking cool. out for me. Yeah. Um, cool. Night Train wants to know what's the price point on the buffer. $79.99. Okay, there you go. Um, are those available right now on the website? Let me see. I could pull up the website and show folks the website out there. Let's see if, you, if you're all at all interested. It's Armaspec. Uh, you can see the big sign. That's how you spell it. It's right behind Alex. Um, and they make, they've got, they've got, like Alex said, there's a lot of different parts and things like that that you can get here. And the stealth recall spring would be right there. You can go into that. Go check it out. Um, do you have videos of the stuff that you guys have on the site, or how, how does that work? I don't know. Uh, we have some videos in development, uh, but no. Okay. Not a lot of, no. Okay. All right, so there's, a, hmm. there's details there on the website. Um, Although I have found quite a few on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you look on YouTube, I've seen stuff on there, too. So, um, and if I can get my hands on some of this stuff, I actually, I did, I did shoot these things at the Ballistic Summit, uh, the, the Lucid Optics Ballistic Summit in New Mexico, and I am working on something that, something brief that I'll put up there, but, you know, we'll, we'll uh, get some of this stuff in, we'll test it, we'll share that with you guys, you know, we'll put some stuff up on social media, all of that, so uh, stand by for that. Um, I see there's a ton of comments coming in, uh, and as you guys are coming in, smash the thumbs ups. So let's see what we got here, Walt. I don't know if you see. Uh, uh, someone wants me to shoot Chad's ammo. Okay. Somehow I don't think Chad's going to give up his ammo that easily. Uh, Rich says, say hello to Eric and Randy. We'll do. And Len Holt wants to know, what is the, what is the freaking Bigfoot thing? Is somebody punking me? Why are you people talking about Bigfoot? If someone doesn't explain it, I'm going to stop. I'll, I'll just stop talking about it. All right, so let's see here. Um, YNH says, I like the Armaspec AR parts I have on my guns. There you go. So YNH has got some stuff. Let us know what you have. Um, and let's see. Uh, what other... Let's go on here to... So what other, what other parts would you like to show us? Someone was asking about what was... Let me see if I can go back here. I think Len Holt or one of these guys wanted to know about a specific part. Uh, okay, let me see if I can go back. Uh, I'm going to try to see if I can find it. Uh, okay, ask, your, so ask the questions because it's, uh, it's gone like too far here for me to find it. But So if you ask us about any other specific parts that you see... This this just chat is just scrolling up here pretty fast. So you you were talking you were asking, you were looking for Len Holt's comment. Yeah, asked you if you ever seen Bigfoot. Oh, is that what he was asking? <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. okay. uh, that's one of the questions. I mean, you know, he might have, have you ever more, seen but... my Bigfoot? <laughs> and right asked, where where the I'm sun saying. don't shine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that would be my answer to you. Um, 
Uh, YNH um, says he has the victory charging handle and an ambi safety selector from Armaspec. So I think someone was asking about the ambi safety. You guys, uh, do you guys have that over there? We do. Okay. Um, and then, and I think of course uh, Mike is frozen, so we got to try to get him unfrozen. Oh, he's moving again. Oh, there, oh, there we go. There's the ambi. Yeah, if you could hold that up closer to the um, camera, there, Alex. Let me see. Why is, yeah. why is Mike frozen on my screen? Yeah, he's frozen. Oh, there we go. Okay, so hold on. Let me go Moving full up. screen on Mike. Okay, so there's the ambi. Um, and you guys have these things in a lot of different colors, right? We do. Okay, so what's the details on the ambi? So we make this in a 90-degree throw, a 45-degree throw, or a 45-90, so it'll go either way, depending on what the shooter wants. And we make them in uh, blues, purple, silvers, ODG, uh, black, uh, FDE. Okay. Uh, very cool. Let me ask you this. This is a question that I have while we're waiting for some other questions, specifically about like uh, safeties and things like that. What's the difference with all of the, the, the 90, the 45s? What's our differences here that we're looking at with these? Well, your, 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 your basic uh, safety selector is a 90-degree throw. Mm -hmm. uh, so we make one that is a 90, which will replicate that, that, that people are used to. Mm -hmm. So there's no, there's no uh, learning of any new mechanics. And then we have one that's called a 45-degree, so it takes less of a travel to okay. disengage or re-engage the safety. Okay. Uh, and then our 4590, the, the, the center core is reversible, so you can set it up in either configuration you want. Okay. Which is nice okay. for dealers. They don't have to carry two. They can carry one product that will go either way. Oh, okay. Interesting. So if you're like a super operator and you just want to – you don't want to – you don't want your thumb to have to go that far, you could – you could get you get the forty five. This is what I'm. Yeah, I'm and people assume. people okay. with smaller hands seem to like them because it's less mm -hmm. of a reach for them. Mm -hmm. hmm. Okay, interesting. I never thought of that. Yeah. And then the throws. To, so it has one short lever, one long lever, mm -hmm. and you can switch them out to either side you want. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and okay. if a customer wants one with two long levers, all you got to do is order one, put it in the comments, mm -hmm. and we'll custom build one one with two lever, two short levers, or two long levers if he wants. Yeah. Someone wants no to see a price. yeah. Someone wants to see a link. I'll give you guys the link to the overall armor spec. Uh, Lola's not here, so Lola would normally throw up links and stuff like that out there. Uh, but Lola's running around doing errands. So, uh, who, what's this question? DCG forty fours wants to know: Is it steel or aluminium, or aluminum, depending on how you say it? Both. So, all of our cores are black and stainless steel. Okay. Uh, the levers themselves are, are aluminum. Okay. And okay. everything is machined in-house, 100% U.S. made with a lifetime warranty. Okay, awesome. Uh, do you know what the, uh, so what would be, what's, what's the price of the Ambies? The Ambies run anywhere from uh, uh, $39.99 to $45. Bucks. 40 to 45 bucks. Depending 40, on the 45. configuration. Yeah. All right, very cool. The, the 90 and the 45 are... Uh, or 40 and then the 4590 is $45. All right, interesting. Uh, Flying Rich gave us a super chat. He says, um, 
I've seen Bigfoot. He was riding the Loch Ness Monster while shooting an AK-50. <laughs> Two of these things are real. One is a figment of the imagination. I'm going to assume Flying Rich is the figment of my imagination <laughs> and move on from that one. <laughs> okay, but that was funny, though. It was funny. Okay. Um, yeah, so now let me ask you this. Like, let's say you have, mm, I don't know, like a binary trigger or something like that installed, but you don't like the color of the, of the safety. Can you change those out or you have to go with what comes with those triggers? Or does it well, depend I know, on which I know, trigger? I know talk, only one I'm familiar with personally is the Franklin Armory, mm -hmm. and it comes with a proprietary uh, selector. Mm -hmm. So most of the binaries, my understanding, have proprietary safety selectors. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can't really do anything with them. Oh, okay. Okay. So you can't. Well, that's are you not familiar a place. with that too? Um, no, but it kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. A little bit of liability uh, issues is, to go along correct. with that. Yeah. That, that is correct. Yeah, liability would be a thing, but then I was see like we were talking about the throw. How does that affect the throw, right? Because the binaries have safety, and then they have regular semi-automatic, and then they have the the, the yeah. binary mode. So that would be a completely different uh, throw. I'm taking it right. Those are correct. They're 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 yeah. not interchangeable. Okay. All right. Uh, so there you go. Just in case anyone was wondering, I found that out the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> so I do stupid things, so you guys, so you guys don't have to. <laughs> um, let's see here. What other? Um, uh, Len Holt wants to know if uh, is super light just the name for lower parts kits, or are they lighter? They are lighter. They actually have the takedown pivot pins. They are aluminum, mm -hmm. uh, made out of seventy seventy five T six. Uh, so they are lighter than the steel version. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And uh, just to go back to a question here, I knew these guys would have lots of questions. This is why I thought it would be cool to have you guys come on. Jim Way Jam wants to know, and I think he's going back to the to the to the buffer. He wants to know if that works with the Law Tactical folder. It it does not at the moment. Yeah. I'm going to assume, because yeah. the, the law, doesn't the law tactical have its own? They do. I mean, there are some modifications out there. I have seen a spring okay. modified to work in a law tactical. Oh, you have? So okay. So it's possible to do that. It's just, we do not have a out of, you know, yeah. out of the box uh, option. Right. And you, you probably you also have, you void your warranty. The bolt, ex uh, the bolt extension on the law folder is solid, so you, there's nowhere for the rod to go. Mm -hmm. So there is some aftermarket uh, bolt extensions. Uh Actually, we will be releasing one, not this year, this coming year. Okay. All right. And one of the things I found out from hanging out with these guys, by the way, they have a bunch of parts, uh, the designs and things like that, that aren't even out. Right? You guys are always coming up with new cool things. Right? The, the, I'm sure Correct. the question is um, actually getting those out there manufactured, make packaging, <laughs> marketing, all that kind of stuff gets... Gets a little, you know, you know. Yeah, we we're pretty much reached capacity in this location. That's why we're building the new facility in mm -hmm. New Mexico. Um, so hopefully, uh, first quarter of next year, we'll have uh, a lot more. Okay, so you guys, so you have production facility in San Francisco, but you're building more it's stuff. It's right outside of, uh, right across the street from San Francisco International Airport. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. But you're but but all the new stuff is going on in um, New Mexico. 
That is correct. Yeah. Okay. So you guys already have a factory there. Um, you've got, how many employees do you have out there already? Or can you talk about that? Uh, yeah, we started uh, about a year and a half ago. We have maybe ten people there now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So how big of a, of a facility of a new facility are you building? Uh, we have a uh, new facility that's the first building is uh, sixteen thousand square feet with a two thousand square foot loft area for mm -hmm. office build office mm -hmm. space. So eighteen thousand square feet. Oh, okay. Okay. And how it's, it's actually kind of in a, in a uh, kind of campus style, so uh, we oh, cool. have several buildings to be going up there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so when when is that going to be? When is the construction going to be done on that? Mike, what do you think? <laughs> oh, it's one of I am that hoping that we'll be able to. Uh, we've got new machinery order to be delivered for our new facility. Uh, I'm hoping that we ha we have those under the roof by the end of the year. Oh, okay. Uh, so we will, we will have a core. We won't have a, a, a functionable facility yet, but I'm saying probably by uh, end of January we'll have a functioning facility. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we'll be looking at shutting down our, our Burlingame facility and moving all the equipment here to Moriarty, New Mexico. Oh, interesting. So exactly how many CNC machines are you guys planning on putting there? What kind of, uh, what kind of staffing are you planning on doing? What kind of, you know, how much are you upping production? Yeah. If we, can, we if we can ask, I don't know if that's something you guys don't yeah, want to talk about. Yeah, we have uh, uh, 17 CNCs that are going in there, uh, three robotic cells, and uh, we're working on additional robotic cells right now, but uh, that'll be probably more towards the middle of the year. Okay, cool. The what's, the, what's, what's the robotic cells? What is that? To help automate so we can do a 24-7. Right now we run hmm. uh, 6.30 a.m. to, uh, to, to 10.30 p.m., so we have two shifts. Mm -hmm. uh, five days a week, we are looking to go to a uh, 24-7 24-7. So, so there's robotic cells that can go on to the CNC machines? That's correct. So that's just basically like taking out, like taking apart, flipping it or? or it, it does. Basically, it does up one, up two, uh, mm. loads the machines uh, so you can load them up and have them run you know, 24, 48 hours unattended. Well, they're still attended, but... Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but you don't have to have like a person there Correct. You don't have to have an putting that loading. blank in, then flipping it or doing any of the other like three-dimensional moves on it, right? Interesting. Okay. That sounds like fun. I like, I, I like the idea of how all of, you know, how people actually make stuff. Yeah. yeah. And our growth potential here, Frank, is, uh, Hank, is, is limitless. Mm -hmm. we, uh, we've got enough property here to, if we, if we uh, run out of property here, we are doing some major numbers because we've got enough property to put probably put another 12 to 15 more buildings up if we have to wow okay well what are you thinking walt <laughs> that, that's the difference between <laughs> ca and san francisco is f f and nutty prices for real estate <laughs> yeah and if you live if you move into a small town anywhere Outside of the major metropolitan areas, you can you can do exactly what they're talking about. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure the people of the, that of that area. Uh, what part of New Mexico are you in? We're about 30 miles east of Albuquerque. Albuquerque, okay. okay. Right on I-40. Okay. We have got great. You'll be able to see our facility from I-40 when you're driving to Shot Show every year. Yeah, I think I drove through that area before. I think I drove through that area when we did the uh, when we did the ballistic summit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, I gotta drive back down there and visit you guys. You know, yes. and uh, see what's going on there. I want to see the robots. 
Um, let's see. But yes, I agree with what Walter is saying that, you know, just getting out of uh, San Francisco, for example. Yeah. Could, oh, yeah. Could make a difference. Yeah, it's. Uh, get yeah, well, there is there there is no real estate options in in that area. Mm-hmm. There aren't none. I mean, right. not affordable, and because they don't let you build anything. No, those so places are all well, and then a lot of places like that's old money, right? So people like families that have been there for a long time and they own those properties and stuff like that, and they'll never sell it. You can always only like lease it or something from them. You know, they they set the prices. That's how a lot of places like that go. Even here in Gainesville, it's kind of like an old town. Um, And the University of Florida owns a lot of this stuff around here. I think probably somewhere between 60 and 70 percent. And a lot of the other stuff is owned by just a couple of families, man, own everything else. Wow. And all you can do is lease from them. No No one's selling. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, but that's good though. I'm sure that's a good thing for the people in New Mexico. You're you're creating some jobs, building stuff out there, uh, bringing money. It's probably uh, you know for um, I don't know what's happening. Whether or not you have like staff moving over, moving out of California to New Mexico or whatever, but that does bring a, a if you can move out somewhere that it's cheaper to live, and and then have a built-in job there as well. It makes a lot of stuff better all around, right? Absolutely. I mean, they'll have the option to move. We don't know, obviously, who will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me just get this one thing in from Crypto Vital. Crypto Vital says, I have one complaint about the MB selector on the Franklin binary. It gets really loose, even if I read Loctite it. Um, you know what? Hmm. what? Yeah. When we have uh, the Franklin Armory guys on, if you're here, Crypto Vital, remind me of that, and we will... Bring that up, and we will smack them around with that real good. And, you know, the Franklin Armory guys, I'm cool with them. They sponsor the, the, the podcast, so we could beat them up a little bit when they're here. Uh, let's Constructive see. criticism. Constructive criticism. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, but and I am working on getting them to come in. So uh, Skivvy Waver wants to know if you guys said Mexico or New Mexico. <laughs> New, come on. Now. It's the New Mexico. <laughs> It's New Mexico. It's New Mexico. Albuquerque area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see what other... I'm trying to see if there's any other questions. Uh, Hank, I see a question that somebody wants to know about our linear... uh, Rifter linear muzzle brake there. Yeah, the Rifter. Okay, the Rifter. Let me see. Do you have the Rifter? I'll I'll tell you what. I'll show it. Alex will explain it. Okay? Okay. I I might even have one here. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Like, show it. I'll... Yeah. Okay, let's see. So hold that up a little bit. There we go. Okay. So is this the this is a two-parter, right? Okay. Correct. It's got a blast shield. It's basically a channeling system designed to uh, uh, de- deal with some of the muzzle. Um, basically, functions as a muzzle brake, but uh, cool. without all of the blast going everywhere. Uh, so you have a forward muzzle blast as opposed to a. Uh, sideways muzzle blaster. If in a okay. close quarter situation, it really functions quite nicely while still being a functional muzzle brake. Okay. Because a lot of times with a linear muzzle brake, you get a lot of pressure backwards. What happens is you've got all that pressure going forward. You've got that pullback. Now you, you've kind of lost the, the functionality of brake. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
with this, what it does is because of the channeling. I don't know if you can see the channeling system. Let me see if I can. I saw. I uh, yeah. Mike, can you flip it upside down, kind of see it backwards? Yeah, let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just on mic right now if you want to show it again, Mike. Oh. Mike? Yeah. Yep, I'm bringing it up right now. So if you look at it here. No, the other way. The other, yeah. It's, a, it's actually a step, step chamber. If you put the cover over it, the shield over it, you can kind of see how it functions a little bit better. No, not over it, Mike. The opposite way. Shoot, let me see if I have one here. No, the other way. Just back up. Let me see if I have one. Okay. Oh, you want me to reverse it? I want you to reverse it, yeah. So you can kind of see the channeling of how the functionality works. What it says is designed to have the gases kind of blast into each other. Okay. Dissipating oh, the, I the, see. The shield. Okay, it's kind of like um, vectoring. Yeah, you see, kind of see yeah. it a little bit okay. over there, yeah. Yeah, just hold it up a little bit, Mike, a little higher. There you go. So, yeah, so there's channels cutting across each other almost. Correct, correct. Okay, so those, so the gases are going in there, moving around each other. Um, and, yeah. Okay, so what's the effect that that has there, uh, Alex? So what it does, it dissipates the, the pressure without having it going forward. So mm -hmm. it dissipates then the actual uh, muzzle brake. Mm -hmm. without the okay. Oh, it's still an effective muzzle brake without the shield on it, but okay. now you have gases going everywhere, as, as you do normally with a uh, standard muzzle brake. Okay, so my understanding is you can use this in two different ways. You could use it just as a muzzle brake, then you could put the shield on, and then you can use it, and then it function. When you put the shield on, it functions more like what? When you when you do that, more like a flash hider or someone says a small suppressor ish. That's always dangerous, dangerous it's, language. It's not. It's not a suppressor. It's designed mm -hmm. to um, move the sound forward as opposed mm -hmm. towards the shooter or away from the shooter, but doesn't mm -hmm. actually decrease the sound itself. Okay. It also has ports uh, on top. Yeah. So Mike is showing that right now. Yeah. So with the yeah. shield on, there's ports there. Uh, so even without the shield, those do, does, does that line up with the um, with the ports? Is that what's going on there? Yes. So you have venting. Correct. Okay. All right. So that is what's the cost of that? Cost this is what retail price is one eighty nine. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's with the shield and the and the muzzle brake. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. That's one fifty nine on that. Okay, 159. Okay. All right. So, um, is, uh, what are the questions that you guys have on that? Or, Walter, do you have any uh, comments on that? See, you ever seen anything like that? Uh, no, I haven't seen that. That's, that's different. That's mm -hmm. different for sure. Yep. Okay. So, what I it does a lot thing. of the times when it's, when it's fully assembled, it, it is not reducing the sound at all. Mm -hmm. We're redirecting the sound. The sound is, you know, we've got the ports to help reduce the muzzle rise. But we're controlling the gas flow going out the front, so we're redirecting it forward away from the shooter. So if you're mm -hmm. on a stack team or if you're on a range of people next to you, you don't get that big concussion that people are used to when you see somebody that has a muzzle brake or a yeah. or something in front of their firearm. Yeah, so the shooter themselves might be fine and not, but anyone um, to the left or right of them, I mean, that's, that concussion uh, is usually pretty bad on a muzzle brake. That, Correct. This direction, if this direction forward away from the shooters. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, like I said, if you're if you're on a stacked team, you want that going away down range versus right right or left to you. Yeah, Len Holt says if on a range you won't make your neighbors hate you with that shield. 
Exactly. So what pitches do you, what thread pitches do you have that in? Or, or like what guns, what uh, barrels, guns can we put that on? Mike, I'm not sure what pitch we have available on that. So right now we have we have it for, we have it a standard half 28 for the AR-15s, two two threes. The next one we're going to be releasing is for the nine millimeter because it'll be the same thread pitch. Same okay. pitch. And yeah. then we're going to do do it for the AR-30 cals, which will be uh, five eights. Uh, what is it, 24? I believe it is. 24. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. right now, though, here. Like like everybody else in the industry, we are so busy trying to keep up with the orders because of the because of the the, the high demand for everybody's products. Mm-hmm. We don't have time to retool over for the other ones, but the, we will be doing a nine and a thirty cal. Okay, cool. Uh, Jeff Stevens wants to know: Does it push gases into the action? So are those ga- is everything going? F- so the I know you said the sounds going forward. Are those gases going forward, backwards, both directions? So what, what he's asking if it's creating a back pressure effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't found that to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to see. I don't even. So how would you? I'm I'm just trying to think in my brain. How would you demonstrate this or the difference over this and a, and a, and your typical let's say muzzle device visually, right? Thank we've you. got some slow motion video that we've done, mm-hmm. and we've got some uh, some uh, uh, smoke testing that we've done mm-hmm. uh, to show the how, how the how it redirects the gas and how it uh, affects the muzzle rise. It, it it really creates a straight pushback on the firearm more than a rise. Oh, okay, all right. Um, yeah. And then we've done some testing in prone positions as well with a lot of dust uh, mm-hmm. uh, to kind of show the benefits of. Of having this break. Okay. Um, let me see. I'm just looking up something. Someone. Uh, I'm someone saying here that there's a, a bump stock case that was dismissed. So I don't know. Um, uh, I do. I do actually see some of that going on out here. So let me see. We could take a little. Let me see. This is from the Houston Chronicle. So we could throw that up there. Uh, just real quick, we'll sidetrack here for a second. Uh, first bump stock prosecution under Trump edict backfires uh, in in Houston. So that's that's uh, oh man, this thing. Let's see, how can I get rid of that? I hate these pop ups that keep coming up. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up on the news and talk about that. Okay, that's interesting. I hope I hope more of those cases get uh, <laughs> get kicked out personally. Right? That's that's what I would like to see with all those uh, all that nonsense that's out there. Um, and it, and it says the first case testing a Trump administration edict allowing um, allowing bump stocks fail during a brief federal be- uh, bench trial Tuesday in Houston. A federal prosecutor withdrew the unique charge before the trial began for a Houston man accused of owning the device. However, the defense was prepared to call an ATF expert to testify that bump stocks attachments that cause a rifle to fire more rapidly do not render a semi-automatic gun a machine gun. So I think that's good stuff going on there, right? I think that was a that was a bad move for yeah. them to, to make bump stocks uh, into machine guns and all that kind of nonsense. I hope you see more more of that. Any comments, Walter? I, I it's all good. It's what the what the legal stuff, president or presidents or whatever the hell they call it. each case that goes your way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. So that's good stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, look, look, look. If you take a bump stock, take a bump stock, put it in your hand, squeeze the trigger, and hold it. What happens? <laughs> it doesn't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, boom. <laughs> I hardly ever got bump stocks to work. I'll be honest with you guys. You know, and so I wasn't a fan of them, but I don't believe that they should be made into machine guns. And people well, should should be catch felonies and and prison time and 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 have to pay massive fines over having a piece of plastic. And so. the government wasting time, you know. Mm-hmm. We have we have so many other criminals and child molesters and everything else out there that they let go half the time, mm-hmm. and now we're chasing people with plastic plastic stocks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's come on. Yeah, it's a little Crazy. bit ridiculous. Um, all right, yeah. so we'll we'll go back here to the back that's good fun stuff. Yeah, no, that's good news. Stuff. That's definitely good news. I would like to see oh, more yeah, of that stuff happen. I would just like to remind everyone, no matter what happens with the elections and all that, we have to keep fighting. You know, um, right now we've got this thing going on in Georgia with, with the uh, with the U.S. Senate runoff that's happening, and if we could if we could get both of those seats to be Republican, we could definitely uh, strategize some some blocking situations going on up there so um yeah let's see uh dot dot says can any of these be converted to 10 millimeter or are you guys planning on doing anything and uh what's the 10 what's the 10 millimeter thread pitch i guess this you know there's probably some 10 millimeter barrels out there or uh hmm. i don't know yeah Alex, you want to take that? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I not sure what. The 10, 10 is the same, would be the same as the 40 cal. Uh, there, yeah. It is probably the least of the most popular of the uh, PCCs out there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we do, it would. it's not a high priority for us. Yeah. Okay. And Jeff Stevens wants to know if you guys will do custom orders. I need one for 458 <laughs> SOCOM, he says. <laughs> we actually have one. Oh, you do? Big Boreal. Yes, sir. Oh really? Oh cool. There you That's go. That's our Jeff. recoil system. Oh okay. We don't have a we don't have a break yet for it, but we have a recoil system. Oh, you have a recoil, recoil system. Yeah. Okay, okay. So are you potentially you could make a, a break for it then? That's correct. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see what else. Okay, do you want to go on to another part? I know you guys have a bunch of parts here. The folks, if the if the people out there are enjoying it. Dot Dot says he's talking about that for a CM, uh, CCMG AR-15 and 10 millimeter. So, hmm. uh, so I know this pistol caliber carbine's going to that. Okay, we're talking stocks, Walt. Boom. All right. So what is this? Alex, you want to talk about it? Sure. It's our XPDW stock. Uh, it's designed to clamp right onto your standard mil spec buffer tube. Uh, it's mm-hmm. got, uh, I think, a five five position stock. It's got a rapid deployment option on it, so you can pop it out. Um, it's good stock. Okay, so this is not this is not a brace or anything like that. This is an actual stock. Yeah. Okay, and it goes on a regular buffer tube. Does that change um, the length and all that kind of stuff? Are we? It's designed to function as a PDW stock, but still give you the, the ability to put in a standard. Okay. Yeah, so it doesn't doesn't change any legalities for anything. You can just have a PD. Oh, okay. Very cool. And and what's the cost of that? I believe it's one eighty nine. Okay. Correct. Yeah. 
Like I said, all of this yes, stuff is on the uh, Arma Spec website if you guys are looking. So, you so the unique, just... but a really nice feature though, Hank, is it's got, mm -hmm. see this one screw right here? Mm -hmm. You take your old stock off, leave your buffer tube on, back this screw out, slide it on, tighten that screw, and you're done. That's it. It's that simple to put it on. Okay. You don't need okay. to take your buffer tube off, remove the castle, castle nut, receiver plate. I mean, literally, I can, I can have a standard four uh, six-position stocks, slide it off, slide this on, tighten it up, and it's done. Okay, so it's, yeah, it's relatively quick and easy. You don't, you're not, you don't have to come up with any kind of special buffer tubes or anything, right? Correct. Nothing. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Night Train wants to know, he says he hasn't checked the website. Does Armaspec manufacture side folders? We do not. So, um, how many different side folders are there out there for ARs, really? Two? Three? Side folders that, uh, well, none of them function with it folded. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not being negative or anything. I mean, there is the, the uh, weren't we talking about it? There's the Law Tactical side folder. That's There's really the one joint, the, the, the joint that makes it all happen. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the hinge, but I don't know how, there's really not that many out there that I'm aware of. Yeah, I mean, um, it's not easy to, to make that, how do you make that function on a, uh, you know, direct yeah. impingement? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta hold the spring and buffer in the back of the stock. You gotta yeah. have that cap to fold it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, it's not, it's not an easy thing to do and it's not an inexpensive thing to do. Mm -hmm. Those, those hinges, if I'm not mistaken, run a buck 80 or something like that, so. Yeah, and, and, and I like I like the the law. I like the folder. One of the, there's a couple of things, right? I know. I think that at least the first one you can only shoot one time. I don't know if they have new ones out that you could. I've I don't think I'm trying to remember if I've tested any of those because typically you could shoot it one time folded, then you have to, or you have to unfold it before you shoot it, right? In the uh, in the un, in the folded condition, it will lock the bolt closed. It won't allow the bolt to to retract back because there's no there's no place for it to go. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Law Tactical doesn't recommend that you shoot it in that configuration. They recommend that you get you extend the stock, yeah. close it up, and then fire it, allowing yeah. the bolt to travel. Yeah, I think the PDW, if you want to make somehow get that down to a smaller package or whatever. And to be honest, a lot of people went to the pistols. <laughs> <laughs> if you're really trying to tuck it, tuck it into somewhere, right? I think Deadfoot Arms makes one that can be shot in a folded position. Mm -hmm. I'm not familiar with any others. Oh, yeah, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't fold as close to the right to, exactly. to the receiver. It folds further out, and they have a little short little buffer in there. Yeah, yeah, I think it's almost yeah. something like that thing that you have, Walt. Like that. Little yeah, we, tiny... we make we make a short buffer in spring, but not that short. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think a lot of these things, like now you see there's some piston guns out there. I think that's the beauty of that, right? Just like an AK, you can get a, bu a bunch of different folding things on it. So, um, And then you've got yeah. those things that have like a Picatinny in the back. Uh, you know, that gives you, that gives you some of those options. Do you guys make anything like, you know, um, there's uh, some Picatinny attachments for the back part that you can do to a regular... Uh, you could do to a regular lower, and you can make that buffer tube area you have a Picatinny thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
So if you wanna yeah. if you wanna attach like side folding stocks and things like that, um, so yeah, for example, I've seen people do that with the BRN one eighty if they don't have the specific BRN one eighty lower to go along with that that has a Picatinny on the back part of it. Do you see what I'm saying? So for example, this is a toy, like you know you could put the you could put a Picatinny back here on the lower, is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Correct. I think I've like only the CZ yeah. and the and the, uh, and the uh, Sigs have. Yeah, yes. but but you could but you could adapt a regular AR lower to that. Um, I think I've seen one place that does it. I don't know if anyone else is uh, if anyone else does that. So yeah, um, there's probably a couple out there that do it. Um, mm -hmm. You have to have a you have to have a upper with the the whole gas system spring uh, recoil system. It doesn't use the buffer like an AR does. So, mm -hmm. and there's not, well, BRN one eighty. There's a couple of them out there, a few mm -hmm. of them. So, I think we'll yeah. get some more. I think we can look forward to seeing a couple more of those. Uh, the Jackal from uh, Palmetto State Armory. Uh, whenever that comes out, I think that's going to be sometime next year, probably. Yeah. So, yep. uh, Tango Hunter says, uh, Walt, good-looking lower receivers. You got ready on your website is shipping flat rate. So yeah, Walter, you've got some Safety Harbor uh, receivers out there. Yep, yep. We uh, got back from the anodizers the other day. Got them okay. up on the website. So today. on one side, on one side, it's got the Safety Harbor logo. Correct. The there you go. Angle it. Yes. There all, you go. All the stuff you have to have legally. Right. And then on the other side, we have some that have. See if you can uh, angle this. that. That has like a Sevis Passim. Right, kind of right, thing right. on it. Very cool. So you you're selling that, Walt? Uh, the Savis Passum ones? Yes. I, yeah, we will be. I only have like five of them. We didn't okay. do that many in this first batch just because I didn't know what the what the response would be. Oh, okay. Um, but um, mm -hmm. and then of course, what what do we do? Oh, look at that. There's a Hank Strange one. Yeah, you need to take I'm a getting, picture of that. Getting whistled at here. Hang on a second. Uh -oh. What do you? Uh -oh. Yes, sir. Those are going to be more ahead of the price. Okay. Yes, the, the Boston Passing ones will be a little bit. Yeah. Will be a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Even, but, oh uh, yeah, let's take a look at that one. Oh, that's good looking. Yeah, I have a feeling this will be the most popular one, the Hank Strange one. Of course, of course. Yeah. What else? <laughs> what else? Yeah. Um, uh, we have so. a we have a laser in the shop, so we can. We mark. We used to mark everything with a milling machine, but it just takes too much time. So mm -hmm. um, now we're using a laser to mark stuff, and it, it it's not tremendously much that much faster, but it frees up the milling machine to do more important stuff than to to make little numbers and little logos and stuff. So yeah. Um, so what I thought I heard Peggy, the boss lady there, say is that the regular so the regular Safety Harbor ones would be around eighty five, and there'll be an additional charge. For these custom ones that have Sevis Passim on it, or the yeah, Strange it won't, it won't logo, be, yeah, they will be. It won't be crazy expensive though. So okay, uh, yeah. So we'll get that worked out for uh, people who are interested in that. You know, if you're interested, Walter, Walter's still trying to figure out whether you guys are interested or not. I thought we settled that already. Well, okay, if tw fifteen people on a blog are interested, and I make a hundred of them, nice, and I look at them for five or six, <laughs> well. I yeah. can sell anything AR now. It doesn't matter what you put on it. True. Somebody will buy it. Understood. I mean, to be quite honest, I don't mean to be like, you know, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but mm -hmm. I could put I could put uh, anything on this and paint it pink and somebody would buy it. Yeah, it's so, no bragging. Biden's doing all the work for you. 
<laughs> well, you know, Obama did it before, and then right, we had true. a little pause. Yeah, we had a little pause. Right. And then, I mean, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I just don't like. I don't like that kind of. Uh, uh, business. That's not the way to run a business. So. Absolutely. No, I understand. We'll get it worked out. We'll let everyone know. Um, and so yeah. you could probably pick up uh, a Hank Strange lower or Safety Harbor lower there. Um, does Arma Spec have a complete lower parts kit? We do. We have a parts kit less oh, fire convenient. control group. Okay, less the fire control. Okay. So you guys aren't so you guys aren't making triggers right now. You're you're not doing triggers yet. Not yet. Okay. All right. Interesting. Do you have one of the, uh, do you have a sample, uh, parts kit there? I do. Let's throw that up and show the paper. Boom. There you go. So that's, uh, I like the packaging that you guys have. Very nice and, and, uh, neat packaging. Um, very cool. So, and then you, I see this is like a dark red. It looks like, right? Correct. It's a, it's kind of it's a, it's a more of a red. It's hard to tell in the in the packaging and stuff because it gives a little shine to it. Mm -hmm. uh, but all the, yeah. all the uh, lower parts kits are have a forty five ninety safety selector, so you don't have to worry about if you want a ninety or forty five. It'll go okay. either way. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. What does mm. that parts kit run for? That parts kit runs. Uh, that is the that is the lightweight parts kit. Mm -hmm. And. Excuse me one minute. I don't want to misquote you. Uh, that one is uh, sixty nine ninety nine, seventy bucks. Okay. Just out of a uh, lot of value there. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, what's the most popular thing on the uh, on that you guys are selling? Everything's getting sold on the website, or can we find these? Can we find Armaspec in stores? Yes. Yeah. We we do. You can you can get them through your uh, local dealer. You can get them. Uh, dealers can get them through our dis our distribution network uh or the customer can order direct from us mm -hmm. all right very cool yeah and so and what kind of different colors do you guys have what's the color range here can you do any color is that like some kind of, you know is uh, this color become an issue when you're anodizing it uh okay so example, here's our silver okay mm-hmm cool silver go blue out. That's a nice blue. Purple. That's a nice. That's a royal color. Purple. They, OD green. OD green. Yeah, OD green. I like that. I like muted colors. The black. Of course, you gotta have black. Yeah, yeah. Black is beautiful. Yeah, the black and the red are our two most popular colors. Yeah, uh, that looks like FDE. It is. FDE. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Do you have any dictator gold? <laughs> we uh, we used to carry a gold. Mm -hmm. A gold is a very hard color to have consistently uh, anodized. Yeah, I can imagine. So yeah. It was a problem child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard that so many times. Um, even, you know, there's some companies. Uh, Walter, what's the name of that company? We had them here on the show that they, they can dip your guns in gold. M something or M. Um, not, M, S, M not M Carbo. Uh, M no. Um, it was, yeah, it was or, M something. Oh, w, uh, WMD. W, yeah, uh, WMD. Yeah, WMD. Those guys will dip guns in gold. They said that is the most pain in the butt process. Well, because the prep, the prep, the prep in that, it has to be perfect. Because if it isn't perfect, it won't come mm -hmm. out right. So, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. And they they spent a lot of time redoing it, you know. um, Yeah. To redo the prep and do all kinds of different things. So dictator guns might look like, oh, that's no big deal. I could just rattle can and make a dictator gun. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I want one. That's a, I'm not, no, all kidding aside, I want a dictator firearm of some sort. I just got to figure out, should I make, should I do an AK? You know, what exactly do you dictatorize? Yeah. Tell me some stuff. Like, I'm going to let you guys right now. I'm going to go around. I'm going to start with Walter. What would you, Uh, what gun would you, like, make, what, and what I mean by dictator, it's all gold plated. What gun, what would be your gun if you had to do that? Oh, it's got to be an AK. AK? AK. A specific AK or? um, Just a AK, you know, because that's what all the uh, dictator types have done in the past. So, yeah, AK. Yeah, Florida Gun says, uh, damn, so much for gold plating my high point. <laughs> that would be awesome. I think that would be awesome. Why not? Uh, <laughs> do it. Uh, yeah, speaking of high point, no, never mind. No, don't um, do it, Walt. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. No, don't do it. Uh, yeah, okay, so Walt says AK. Mike, what would, what would you gold plate? I think I'd go with the 1919. Hmm, 1919? Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen one gold plated. Yeah, let me see gold plated nineteen. And, and I have one for, and I have one, Hank. You have a nineteen nineteen? Yes. That's gonna be a lot of gold, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see gold plated nineteen nineteen. I don't know. Yeah, it is gonna be big. Yeah, let me see. Let me see nineteen nineteen yeah, gold. Y and H in the chat was saying Desert Eagle. I've seen that before. I have. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. No. No. When I'm looking at pictures, I don't see it. I see Tommy Guns gold plated. What would you What would you gold plate, uh, Alex? I'd say um, probably 1911. A 1911. Oh, you guys, you get so small. Little big. Nice safe choice. Yeah, little big guns. Little big guns. Uh, Let's do like a dragon off or something. Oh you know? boy! Like, uh, you, <laughs> you know, know if you want a crazy, really the AK there, so yeah, super, super tacky, you know. Super yeah, tacky. how about get an old school? I'll go with an old school flame tr- thrower. Walt, Did, don't you have one of those old school flamethrowers? I, I don't have like I don't have a real one. No, oh. I have a one. No, no. yeah, I would get one of those what? old school like Vietnam era flamethrowers, like the pack and everything, and go plate that bad boy. That would be wow. That would, that would be most impressive. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know if we could actually. I don't know if that would ever, ever be done, <laughs> but uh, you know, I think it would 42, be cool. Yeah. Forty-two chill says in the chat, minigun. Minigun, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. AK like in the movie about gun running. Yeah, we've seen gold plated AKs in a lot of things. I think Saddam Hussein had a gold plated AK when they. Finally caught up to him. He, right? from what I, what I, I just, I just read, I just saw something about that. He personally didn't do them for himself. He gave mm-hmm. them away. Okay. He gave them away as, as gifts. Um, yeah, he wasn't. I don't mm-hmm. think he was personally into the the gold bling thing. So okay. That's what yeah, I read. I believe right. he was running a short barreled AK, wasn't he? Was he? Oh, did crank? he have a crank? I don't know if Saddam had a crank. That was the favorite one of uh, yeah, um, Osama, Osama bin Laden. Osama, yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of those guys like cranks. Uh, you know, that was I was gonna at first say I would I would go play the crank, but 
then then you know everyone I was like okay let's go crazy because Alex was just gonna do a 1911 <laughs> you know safe yeah nice you know nice usable. <laughs> but it would look nice like if you have a 1911 with some nice wood grips some nice expensive like burled wood grips and then it's all gold plated that's that's probably that's probably nice i don't know man i want some solid silver grips polished up solid silver <laughs> solid silver all okay. polished up nice and and then have the gold gun. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm pretty sure you leave those that solid silver out in the sun, it's going to be hot. But, well, you know, anything sure out they, in Florida sun. Yeah, the, yeah. New Mexico sun. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, dot Dot says gold-plated pair of 1911s. That's always nice. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. nice double holster, I guess. You know? Um, yeah. Florida guns are saying titanium nitrite, which is like what they put on, on tooling, mm-hmm. and it's a lot more it's a lot more durable than than uh. Does it look like probably. gold? And, and a lot and a lot a lot less money to do it too. Right. It, it looks uh, like gold. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. You gotta think about that. Um, okay, let's see. We should probably get back. Let's get back over here and talk about some Armaspec uh, stuff. I, I think I was asking you guys what's the most popular thing on Armaspec. So we have a lot of products that are popular especially this time of year Mm -hmm. uh, everything sells but our stock our charging handles our recoil systems our parts kits Mm -hmm. gosh uh, a lot of things are popular yeah so lots of uh so these charging handles like mike is showing on right now the big beefy uh what they call ambi uh charging handles right those are very popular what's what's yours called it's the Victory charging handle. Okay, Armaspec Victory. Okay. It's got uh, gas ports actually on the front that allow gases to to, uh, to go down towards the back side of it. Okay, so very nice. Three routes at the yeah, on the back. Okay. Okay, so you've got less gas face. Correct. Okay. And it looks like yeah, it has I mean, a lot of fat flex in it. Yeah. Yeah. So what is that hinged or? It is hinged. Okay. It's got two oversized uh, stainless roll pins. I think they're rated like 800 pounds. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. sure. Interesting. Yeah, okay. I see that. That's cool. What, is that, uh, what does that go for? Uh, that retails like 65 so, bucks. 65? Okay. Um, Florida Gun says if you could go plate a Zip 22, it would be glorious. You guys know the Zip 22? That's an awesome bullpup. I was going to say bullpup, but I would have to go plate like an old school bullpup, like one of those British bullpups or something. I think you're going to have to rattle can the Zip 22. (laughs) You're going to have to give it the ghetto gold. Um, And then uh, me and Gwen says uh, people who own gold plated guns don't intend on using them. I've seen I've seen some gold plated guns. Um, you know when at Shot Show, if you go to Battlefield Vegas, or if you if you're in Las Vegas, you go to Battlefield Vegas. They've got a couple of gold plated guns that you could actually rent and shoot. Um, including in I've chat. seen it. I've seen a gold plated AK there, huh? Lola's in the chat. Oh yeah, it looks like Lola. Lola, I think is back. I think I heard her out there. She's back mm-hmm. in the building. Lola's been just hanging out shopping or something like that this whole time. While I've been working hard, suffering, 
over here, you know, getting the real work done. Okay, so let's see. Are there any other questions? Um, you know, I think Armaspec has a lot of cool stuff. You know, it, you know, obviously it it would take a we we could go the whole show and talk about this. I don't know if these guys necessarily want to do that, or if you guys are looking at the website, you have questions on things you want to get into. Um, you know, so you can definitely mm -hmm. uh, you can definitely ask us, and we'll get into that. Okay, yeah. let's see. Uh, so go ahead, go ahead, Mike. So, Hank, uh, what we're we're going in a new direction with our respect to okay is we're getting into the more of the handgun market. Okay. And this is one of our first products right here. Uh, and what is that thing? A guide, a spring it's, recoil, spring guide rod. Correct for the Glocks. For a Glock, okay. Okay. That was a good guess. Look yeah. So what does that do? Okay. Yeah, I see it now. So what does that add to the? What does that add to the Glock? What does it change? It. Uh, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Like mo like most of the parts that you put on your Glocks, it makes it pretty. Okay. <laughs> it does function. It replaces that polymer. Some of them have a polymer guide rod. This is a stainless steel fluted guide rod. Mm -hmm. We have different colored caps and an aluminum cap. But for the most part, it's like most of the stuff we do. We do it because it, it adds bling to your firearm and makes so you it look can show nice, off. makes it unique. <laughs> exactly. So you can make you can make these firearms your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what is if you change that uh, part on the Glock is polymer? There is no effect if you change that to something like this. You get a little bit more weight in the front. I think that'll be slightly slight benefit there. Okay. I mean, we have a multi-stage recoil system for the Glock that's coming out for the handgun market uh, that we're planning on releasing at SHOT Show, but we're going to be delaying that release until, you know, for probably another quarter. Okay. Or what, uh, so busy, we don't have the time to yeah. keep products out. Yeah. What do you guys think about everything with SHOT Show being canceled? <laughs> Any opinions on this? While we're here, were you guys happy that SHOT Show? I, I'm pretty sure this, you could tell us. I guarantee you there's some manufacturers like, I'm so happy this thing got canceled. We don't have to do this. Right here. It would have right been nice here. everybody, obviously. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, the circle bar is fun. Mm -hmm. uh, the Venetian. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we were so busy that we we had no time to even deal with SHOT Show this year. Mm -hmm. Everything was already rushed to begin with. Uh, so when they announced it, so mm -hmm. it was... Uh, I would have liked to see it, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I think it's probably a better thing for a lot of manufacturers. Like, um, you know, as Walter was saying, I think with everything, and you were also saying that too, Alex, with everything going on, it's so busy and people are just trying to pump things out. You know, you would have to, like, shut down production, go to SHOT Show, deal with all the crazy even if they did it you know there's going to be ridiculous restrictions uh and all that kind of stuff going on this is probably a good opportunity to get caught up on some of that work and then you know we've got this thing called the internet we can still do stuff to get things out there if you oh, yeah. want people to know that yeah. stuff exists you know the people that might suffer the most is the nssf if people realize they don't actually need them um, the people that suffer the most are the people working the restaurants and the bars and the yeah. and the hotels. That's who suffers the most. Oh, yeah. um, National Shooting Sports Foundation mostly a bunch of suits. So um, mm -hmm. 
Um, eh, they'll survive. Yeah. <laughs> they'll get along. Yeah. Well, the folks who the 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 uh, the people in the hotel and uh, the convention industry that's all happening because these people are, are you know the the states that they live in the people are insisting on shutting everything down. And most of the states yeah. are run by. Liberals. So what do you want to say? Liberals, Democrat. Democrats. Democrats. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what happens in a state where you? The, the thing for me you is none of that is going to stop. None of that is going to stop go the spread of stuff. I'll be honest with you. People are going to get sick. It's flu season. Stuff's going to get out there. I, I don't want to go to. Law. I don't want to go to shot show wearing a mask, trying to talk to people. You want to go to Circle Bar wearing a mask? Come on, come on. Yeah. How are you supposed to do that? I mean, it's like you can't converse with people in a normal fashion. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to spend all that money for the hotel room and the food and everything else. Half the people aren't going to go because they're scared. The spectators, you know, the people that come in. Um, mm-hmm. How are they going to manage that crowd in the morning with everybody coming? How are they going to manage the crowd in the afternoon with everybody leaving? Mm-hmm. You, you can't. Well, you go. You go. You go. You go. You go. You can't do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was the right decision. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was going to be difficult to do business as usual. It was going to be very difficult. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you got people in your booth, uh, you know, in front of you, back of you, behind you, talking. Everybody looking at stuff, touching stuff. Come on. <laughs> you yeah. wear you wear the mask, and everybody. You know how you get sick at the shot show. You don't get sick from people being next to you talking. You get sick from touching the same stuff and they shakes. touch. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, touching All things. Physical yeah. contact. And and, mm-hmm. and you're not going to do. Just because they touch, what, are you going to disinfect a gun every time somebody touches it? Come on. Mm-hmm. No. So. Well, it's, it's no secret. Every year, people got sick from SHOT Show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's what we call the SHOT Show crud. Yeah. I would I would say half, 30 to half of our people usually got, got sick mm-hmm. the week after SHOT Show. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's from yeah. touching the railings. Yeah. You're walking through yeah. casino. Mm-hmm. That was normal. Everyone. Everybody, yeah. everybody was just normal business. A, a rite of passage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> How you became a man. <laughs> I think I got I got the Chicom crud though last January mm-hmm. though, so um you know mm-hmm. I, I didn't it wasn't the normal crud that I got, so who knows? Maybe I've already got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we never know with but that. That was just that's just part of doing business. That's part of being in the industry. That's really the camaraderie, though. I would, you know, be, you know, we all went knowing that we're going to get the, we're, there's a chance you're going to get the crud, mm-hmm. because we got to see all of our friends. <laughs> there you go. And it made you tougher. <laughs> Try. Yeah. Made you stronger. Anything that makes you stronger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I don't want to get too morbid here, but, you know, I mean, come on. Um, so do you guys think shot shows ever going to happen again? Because it's always it's falling around flu season. Well, you know, you think these guys are going to magically uh, clear all this stuff up or are we all going to be forced to take uh, coronavirus uh, vaccines? Uh, My personal opinion, uh, there's no different than any other year. This is just the political hype that people are driving. Uh, to yep. push an agenda, and I really don't think there's an issue, to tell you the truth. That's mm-hmm. my nope. personal opinion. Mm-hmm. The only reason there's more cases because there's more testing. Mm-hmm. There's not more people sick. You don't see people lined up outside of hospitals to get in. Um, I, d- I don't believe half the bullshit they're saying anyways, because I think it's, it's like you said, it's just a driving agenda. 
So, mm-hmm. and a lot of it has how to you stop how you stop Corona is you get the media to stop talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. boom, yeah. Mm-hmm. boom, yeah, yeah. Right. But well, you're not. They're not going to talk. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Walt. They're not going to stop talking about it because their buddies are all in charge of mm-hmm. things in these yep. places where they want to lock everything down. So they're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you going to say, Alex? I was going to say when it's political and it's uh, you're not, not going to stop something like that, especially when there's money involved. And I'm saying the classification of the COVID itself. So everybody's dying from COVID, regardless of you know whether they whether it was a car accident or not, and that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. forgets about those comorbidities. Comorbidities, <laughs> I guess it's called. You know what was interesting? So I wear, I have a, a, a CPAP machine. Yes, I must confess, I'm guilty of that. That's just because I'm a real man and I have a big neck and a big back like a real man should have. Uh, so therefore, I have to, I got to rock that machine. Walt, you know all about, well, you, you don't have one, but you've seen me one. use my thing. So today I went to the sleep machine people, right, to to uh, have a look at my machine, get it adjusted. And the doctor was going to, he told me that, you know, he was changing the pressure and he was like, well, the problem is I can't turn it on and test it because as part of the COVID-19 protocol, we're not allowed to turn these things on. And the reason is, is because, you know, it's got pipe, it's got tubing and everything that's like going to obviously going to my head and, and circulating and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, it's, it's, so, so what, what, are, what are we doing here? So this thing cannot be tested. It, you know. They're worried cause, because you breathe in that, that it's got your mung inside there. Yes. So, so they're not they allowed turn to turn on, it's on. Gonna, it's gonna, the whole world's going to be yeah, It's going to kill. Yeah. There. Knock everyone out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go outside. <laughs> Go outside and turn it on, okay? Just turn it on outside. I know, I was like, outside. so so what now? So these things are never going to get turned on. We, how are we going to know anything? You know? Someone's going to rob a bank with a CPAC machine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even believe that thing should be so much regulated. That's basically circ- it's a, it's an air pump. That's all it is. Yeah. Yep. You know, um, so yeah, it's it's crazy talk. I was like, seriously. So I came all the way here. I'm sure I'm going to, I got billed, right? I got billed and they didn't even test the pressure on, on the machine because they can't turn it on. You know, put on a hazmat suit or something and <laughs> test these things. <laughs> yeah, it's really uh, crazy, really crazy. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Brick says, just get a so clean machine, Hank. So clean machine. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, I've seen that infomercial when I'm traveling. The so I think it's called So Clean that cleans up. Has does anyone have one of those that has a sleep machine and does it work? Go. Let me know if it works. I'm interested in finding out. Don't turn me. it on though. You'll kill everybody. Yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> well, I mean, they, you know what? If there is such a machine, why don't they get that machine, hook people's things up to it, and clean it, and somehow sanitize it and test the thing. Hey, speaking of that, have you seen that gizmo that you, you flush your nostrils out with the water? I know what you're talking about, yeah. Isn't that stuff that come out like uh, like uh, chemical weapon-grade stuff? I mean, <laughs> you know, if you think about it, I mean, especially if you've got the COVID going on, man, that's like, that's like look, I got the I got the COVID in my hand. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> See, Alex, Mike, this is, it could get, 
We could get way off the track here, just so you guys know. That's all right. This is your first time doing this. It's like sound like a power, a, a power uh, a waterboarding machine. Yeah, yeah those very those clean out. That, yeah. yeah, those clean out the sinuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes in one side and it comes out the other, and you go, "Oh dear." I know yeah, I like had that. that in my brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I uh, once did the machine. So you ever had the the. Um, it's like a big syringe that they use on your head to clean out your uh, eardrums. You ever did that? No. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. When I was a kid, all the way through. Yeah, when I was a kid, they they used that on me for some reason. I don't know if I pushed things in my ears or what I did, but it's like warm water, and then they they push it into your um, they push it into your into your eardrum, right? And it goes all the way in, and then they suck it out. And it just pulls. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, I remember that from when I was a kid. And then when they did that, all of a sudden I could hear everything. So before that, everything was a little bit muffled and, and all. Because, you know, I mean, think about it. If you're a kid, you push things and you, you know, people, that happens. Trust me. Brick says that uh, he has the, um, the, uh, the so clean and it works. Boom. There you go. All right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, there no. you go. And Armament Access says make sure you use distilled water. Okay. So yeah, you want to use clean water to start with, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so yeah, we got into a lot of stuff. Armor spec needs to make a tactical uh, skull airwax <laughs> nasal extractor. <laughs> tactical nasal cavity cleaning device. <laughs> Just come up with a good name for it. How do you guys come up with names for your stuff? I don't know. That's a great question. That is very difficult. That is a okay. very difficult thing. When you, we were trying an example the uh, the uh, Rifter linear muzzle brake. Uh, that took us probably close to a week, Alex. Yeah, same thing with the fireball. Okay. Yeah. What does the Rifter you know, even mean in that then? It's like an air. It's a. I believe it was something to do with water and air just being turbulence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, we came up with the whole rifter. Okay. Because it's basically creating a turbulence inside, dissipating all that gas as much as it can before okay. it exits. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So that's kind of okay. the... That's the gist of it. Okay. I mean, I could totally help you guys out with the naming in the future. Uh, you can do your naming literally in two done. seconds. Everything is going to be named the Hank so-and-so. Hank so. 1, Hank 2, Hank 3, <laughs> Hank 4, Hank 5. Yeah, the Hank extractor, <laughs> the Hank <laughs> muzzle. <laughs> you know, just throw that on there. You're good to go. There you go. Yeah. And I'll let you so, do it. I'll let you do it at no extra cost. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so we're welcome to do that. The Hank strain edition on everything. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pixamite says, Hank, half Walt say COVID-19 three times like a Southern preacher. Laugh out loud. I guess that people like that, Walt. That's a request. COVID-19, COVID-19, COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> Where does it come from? It <laughs> uh, comes from that goofy evangelist, evangelist no, no, no. guy. Where does the COVID-19 come from? It comes from China. China. <laughs> China. China. Yeah, China. <laughs> That uh, is a that is a that is a 
if there's nothing else that's the truth of all of 2020, it's where the COVID-19 came from. China. Not a, the China. media. The media. The media won't admit that. Oh no! There's no election <laughs> fraud. There's no COVID. COVID nineteen didn't come from oh. China. Um, you know, there was no hard drive that belonged to Hunter Biden. Yeah, we could just keep going here. We could just. We keep now going. have a magic vaccine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Um, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't just see the politicians all lining up to get their shot. Yeah, yeah right. I watched like I them. said, if they all line up and we document it on video, them all getting a shot, and they actually, and somebody that doesn't know them gives them the shot. Then How do you know I'll they didn't get those already? Remember that open mic scenario where the guy was like, "Oh, but we already got the 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 uh, vaccine." Remember? Uh, I guess. Yeah. The vaccine that didn't work? Is that the one you're talking about? <laughs> no, remember when there was an open mic in the briefing room or something like that, and they were talking about all this stuff and distancing, and, and one of the guys, one of the reporters was like, oh, it doesn't matter, we all got that. He, I think, he says he was joking when he said that because there's supposed to be a conspiracy theory that the, the muckety-bucks, the uppity-ups, and the Illuminati people all got... Uh, a vaccine a long time ago, which obviously is not true, right? If uh, Trump got COVID nineteen, yeah, somehow he survived. Uh, yeah. Because Trump is not as weak as they think, man. This is probably why That's they it. put Biden in the bunker so much, because you know Biden yeah. probably couldn't survive getting that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it may not. Yeah, uh, Kamala Harris can probably survive a lot of stuff. I'm sure she's had some. Uh, she's had some major stuff. She probably already. has. Yeah, we'll, 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 we will. Yeah, we'll refrain. I don't want to get. I don't want to give YouTube any extra reasons. But you know what we're saying. <laughs> oh, we don't want to have hate speech. You know, if you have hate, if you say anything about anybody, it's hate speech. So, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, f- so people are talking about what goes in the ears. Fifty-two chills said Skittles in the uh-huh. ears. Oh, beans! K- kids put beans in their ears. Yeah, they Lola put, says popcorn kernel. My my kids used yeah, to put anything. popcorn those popcorn kernels in their ears. We got a call one time, one of them stuck a, like a, a bean in their ear, and, and we go to get him at school, and he shook it just right, and it fell out. A jelly bean? <laughs> no, like a bean bean or something. Oh, a bean. I don't know what oh, okay. Um, yeah. Jeff Stevens says, I had a friend get a bug in his ear. That happened. Oh, roaches crawl up in the ear sometimes. Yeah, 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 they yeah. find all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, it could get disgusting. Human beings, we're disgusting. All you got to go to YouTube and just type that stuff in, and you'll get a, you'll get all your all your dreams will be satisfied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like pimple popping, you know. Go watch the yeah. pimple popping. Uh, Lola is asking this question. She says, "Isn't Armaspec in California? How does the election um, affected their business? Are they concerned about the future of the industry?" I think that's a good question that has t- something to do with the guns and firearms. Um, what? Yeah. What do you guys think about this? Is how is it going to affect what's going on in California for you and the rest of the industry? It's hard. It's hard to say. I mean, the industry is strong. I think we're going to find ways to get around all the bullshit. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. There are mm-hmm. plenty of modifications that can be made to work around the new law for most for the most part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if I'm not mistaken, you guys are you guys. Uh, uh, California, you're short for the being in business in California anyways, correct? Your, the plan is to be, yeah, New Mexico. We're playing New Mexico hopefully by the middle of next year. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. Did you always live in um, in California, Alex? Pretty much for the most part, the Bay Area. Okay. I was in Santa Clara. I mean, just traveled around, but okay, but within a forty-five minute. Right. Right. Radius. So, do you, do you remember the olden days? Was Was there ever an <laughs> olden days in California? Was it better than this? It was different. I mean, where I lived, we had orchards all all the way around us. So every everywhere you went. So during the summer, you would go and pick fruit. Mm-hmm. Now there's nothing. Now you got Google on one side and Apple, and it's just all it's a whole different place now. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. Different. Yeah. How does that? How does it feel like uh, family-wise? You know, I because I've talked to other people from companies that were based in California and that they got out. The hardest part, I think was for the families that have grown up there and, they, and they've and they got so many family members and stuff like that in California that obviously are not going to leave. Um, yeah. How does that affect that? Yeah, pretty much it's just, it's just hard. I mean, it's, it's a nice place. Uh, unfortunately, the politics here and the people uh, who run the state are, aren't the brightest, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like it's you would... You would think that there's a point where California, New York, right, uh, some of these other states would get to a point where they go, why? Why are we doing this? These people that were supporting us shutting us down. Even in Nevada, you know, Nevada's kind of going in, in that pink direction or in a, in a uh, you know, maybe even a blue direction. And the, where they're going is what's causing the most trouble for them, you know? I mean, that's what we were talking about with all the people there in the hospitality business that are going to suffer from all this stuff happening. You know, it's weird. Like, we've seen, we've been at uh, at SHOT Show. We were there when they were putting together that new stadium. Um, I was there for some other shows in Las Vegas for that massive stadium that's getting put together that the whole freaking pitch moves or the field or whatever you call it. it, it it's got sliding uh, fields that come out and all kinds of craziness going on in there oh, that that was a lot of money wasted <laughs> well you know I guess, I guess they get what they get when they when they put these people in office that uh, um, mm-hmm. that do what they do how, how else are you going to explain it uh, the, all the, you know like for example shot show you know how we have I always use this term the union thugs moving stuff out and the union thugs moving stuff in you know in mm-hmm. all those places Mm-hmm. When one of those people are going to realize that they're the money of those unions and those unions that support the people that are putting them out of work, mm-hmm. you know, are they going to rise up eventually or are they just going to take it? I mean, mm-hmm. where, where else are some of these people going to get a job that pays what that union um, uh, uh, job for moving stuff in and out all day pays or or putting putting tape down on the floor for carpet? Where are you going to get you ain't going to get that in my neighborhood? Same kind of wage. Mm-hmm. So um, they got to rise up. You know? Yeah. Um, listen, from what you see in California or New York and other places, I don't think people are ever going to get that. You know, they're never going to they're never going to understand, uh, you know, that what the people that they're supporting is what's tearing them down. So, um, OK, let's go on. Let's go on here to some other stuff. Um, so I, I think lately everyone's been switching over to some alter, alternative social media platforms. Right, one of the big ones is uh, Parlor. I'm guessing you guys uh, armor specs on Parlor. We are. We recently set up an account on there and trying to uh, make it work. Okay. It's a challenge. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to share this my screen and then I'm going to go to your parlor. So I'm guessing it's just Armaspec, right? I believe so. Maybe Armaspec okay. USA. Okay, let's see. Let's type in Armaspec. I didn't manage it. I, I don't manage the account. There you go. Yeah, Armaspec USA. And then there's an Alex at Armaspec. So there's two of those. Is that you also? So I yes, that's Alex would be me. I, I'm assuming the company would be the Armaspec USA. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, so if you guys want to follow Armaspec USA, would be the one to follow out there. There it goes. And and there's some people posting up stuff. Do you have one, Mike? There's the buffer. I do. Okay. What's yours? I do. I have. Uh, it is. Uh, hold on. I'm gonna have to look it up real quick. Oh. <laughs> it's, it should be Armaspec Mike. It, uh, actually, I don't have one for the company at this point, but oh, mine, okay. if you want to know, it is Big Daddy Mike Roulette. Okay, hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. Big Daddy? Big Daddy Mike okay. Roulette. Big Daddy Mike. G-U-R-U-L-E. Roulette. Okay, I see it. Okay. <laughs> you had to make yours complicated. All right, I see it. Big Daddy Mike Roulette. Boom, following. There you uh, go. And there's a whole bunch of guys named Big Daddy something on there. So and Walter's on there. Let me make sure Walter's on there, and I'll share you guys. Oh, yeah, uh, I gotta find mine. When, when you got eight kids, Hank, you get a you get a name like Big Daddy. Right, right. You got eight. You got eight children. Eight oh children. Eight children. With about <laughs> about seven international shooting titles. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, Walter, I don't see Safety Harbor Firearms. What'd you put yours under? Oh hell, I don't even remember now. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go I'm gonna have to go back over there. I can't remember if it's under my name or or uh what. Been a while. Um yeah. Okay, Harbor. yeah, I'm looking, I don't see let me see if it's under Walter Keller maybe. Uh how's the parlor spelled again? P A is it P A? P A R L E R. Oh, yeah, I don't see Walter Keller either. Oh, maybe so, I haven't sure. done it yet. No. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I, I don't am. have to do that. Yeah, Walter, come on. Come on, get I up know, on get it. With get it. up on it. Get up on it, Walt. Um, so yeah, if any, if you guys are interested in mine, it is Hank Strange. Just uh, all one word. There it goes. And we're always posting stuff up on there. You know, we got a lot of people following us on there if you go in if you go in there you want me to follow you on there just go in and then like hit me up somehow and tell me to follow you or whatever and you know i'll go in there i don't mind uh going and following people so one of the reasons why i'm throwing up the parlor thing is do you guys wonder who's behind parlor you guys ever wonder about that or is that just me that i always wonder about no, I'd like, no tell me tell me about it Good. yeah what's that what did you say alex I was going to say, I think Dan Bangino got involved in some way. I don't know if I think Mark Levin was involved as well. Yeah. I saw Sean Hannity on there. I know that there are some players that are constantly on there, so I'm assuming they're involved in some way. Right. Please. Yes, I think those guys are involved. I know Dan Bongino specifically is involved, and, and I think that we saw, like I first heard of Parler when uh, I saw Fox News pushing it and stuff like that. So recently, someone told me that there is um, a woman by the name of Rebecca Mercer, and I will throw that up here so you guys can see. Rebecca Mercer 
Uh, and it says here, Rebecca Mercer is an American heiress, foundation director, a major Republican donor who oversees day-to-day -day operations of philanthropic and political projects for the Mercer family. She began managing the family foundation when the Mercer started getting involved in conservative causes. So her father is uh, Robert Mercer, which people tell me is like a dude who's uh, who's been out there and stuff. And indeed, that's like uh, that is news. So uh, KRDO says meet Rebecca Mercer, the deep pocketed co-founder of Parlor, a controversial conservative social network. Why does it have to be controversial? <laughs> What's the? I haven't seen anything controversial in there. Rebecca Mercer is a prominent conservative donor, revealed Saturday that she is helping to bankroll Parlor, the rapidly growing but controversial, once again, what is social media platform. See, they got to throw in the word controversial as much as possible. Why is it controversial? Yeah. Because it's, it's not their medium. That's why it's, it's controversial. Yeah, they're not controlling it. People can say what they want. What? Freedom. <laughs> yeah. Free, but, uh, free speech can't have that yeah i never i never heard of rebecca mercer i don't know if you guys have out there or anyone um else has and they go on to say here what's parlor founded in 2018 by mercer john matt and jared thompson builds itself as unbiased social media a place where people can speak freely and express yourself openly without fear of being deplatformed for your views According to its website and app store description, it looks like a mashup of Twitter and Instagram with its main feed, follower counts, and ways to share post links. Uh, the platform became the most downloaded. Let me see. I'll run this in for uh, so you guys can see this. Uh, the platform became the most downloaded free app in the Apple Store on the weekend of November eighth. Wait a second. What happened? What happened that week that this weekend kicked this off? The day major media outlets call the election for Joe Biden. What? Yes, people got people uh, got hip to the nonsense. So anyway, I just thought that's a good thing for folks to know out there. So apparently, yep. you know, this is a conservative family that has money and does, uh, you know, put their money where their mouth is. So it's, it's interesting uh, to see that. Um, the other thing I would say um in this well actually let me see do you guys have any comments in that before i move on no, that's cool that's kind yeah. of what you've been saying needs to happen right yeah armament yeah. and axis says it's controversial because it's not liberal <laughs> uh yeah let's see yeah well, i think uh, everybody got tired of all these fact checkers mm -hmm. and their personal opinions and you can't even you can't even make an opinion or or, or just suggest anything without getting fact checked these days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I but think we have another platform. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I think. I, go ahead, go ahead, Alex. Sorry. I was going to say I think it just needs to develop a little bit more. I think Parlor is a little bit rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is this some of the kind of stuff things. that you did or? Did you do other stuff? You didn't do social media stuff in the past, did you? We've done some social media as well. Done social okay. game. Done, yeah. So I, we've done collaborative software. Uh, we've worked in, in different areas. Yeah. Have you ever pondered something like, uh, you know, social media for conservatives, for pro-freedom people? I don't know. However you want to put it. Gun Absolutely. Guys. Absolutely. I've got servers. I've got about 150 servers that we use from our hosting stuff got uh, firewalls that can handle probably 
take 1.5 trillion transactions a second. So mm-hmm. yes, I pondered it. I just don't have the time to deal with it. But mm-hmm. I love to help anybody that is seriously interested in it, or even Parler for that matter. I mean, I just mm-hmm. think there's a great platform already. But just make it better. Yeah, Do get you- out of Facebook and Instagram and get get everybody into Parler. Right. And there. Yeah. One of the things I would like to see too, and I don't know, I don't think Parler has a blockchain backbone to it, but I would like to see, uh, we can go, I think it's better for us to go to things that have more, that function more um, on, on blockchain, right? And I know that's complicated for people to get into. That's kind of like the behind the scenes system that Bitcoin and stuff like that runs off of. And the reason why I say that is because it makes it less likely that people could shut it down. So let's say Parler is using Amazon servers. And then Amazon decides, like, they, you know, we get a lot of news interest in it. And Amazon goes, yeah, we're not going to support what you guys are saying. They can make things very difficult over there, right? So if, if things were running off of the blockchain, it's almost like... Um, it's a more independent form of server system, right? You have multiple different people out there functioning um, as servers, and they don't really care. Uh, they don't get into all these politics and things like that. And it's very easy to scale up or down um, and very difficult for people to shut it down. One of the things I can tell you guys that definitely runs on blockchain is Minds, M-I-N-D-S, right? And, uh, and, I, and I'm not saying like I'm on Parler, I put stuff on there. I encourage you guys to go there, but I think you should look at some um, other alternatives. So in my um, in my social media folder here, the same thing as as Parler, there's this thing called Minds. If we if we go back out here to it, it's it's Minds and it has like a light bulb. So that's how you can tell what it is. And this is all oh, this is this is all uh, blockchain stuff, right? So it's it's kind of similar to Parler for sure. But it will be more difficult for these guys to shut this stuff down. And we want to think about that. There's one that I'm on called uh, library.tv, except it doesn't have the I. And I've told you guys about that before. That works like YouTube. I think for all the things that we need to do what we're doing, we need to find alternatives like to kind of create our own ecosystem for the firearms industry because this is how they're going to try to shut us down. So, for example... If they pull, um, you are on Parler, right, Walt, or you just did that? I found it. What is it? Well, it's Safety Harbor Firearms um, at TalkRev SVT. Oh, it's at TalkRev. That's why, yeah. So for anyone who's looking for that, (laughs) it's uh, TalkRev. TalkRev, yeah. SVT. SVT. TalkRev SVT. There you go. So you got to search for that to find it. That's what it is. That's why it was difficult to find. So there you go. If you guys are looking for that, get up on there and uh, support Walter. Um, yeah. So I think like I think finances is a place that they're gonna try to go after us. Um, they've already tried it in the past. They're gonna try it again. Uh, recently, we had someone on from a company called Tusk, that basically is a cryptocurrency designed to be used by the firearms industry, um, you know, so that you can buy and sell things using the Tusk coin. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of that. I don't know if you guys have ever thought, Alex, Mike, about, you know, being able to sell things using Bitcoin or some other thing. 
I have not looked into it. I know, I know a few people that do it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I think when it comes to, and I don't know if you're involved in Bitcoin. I'm definitely not. But from what I hear, a lot of people that have Bitcoin are just sitting on it, waiting for it to keep going up. You know, so they're not using it. So Tusk is developed to be something that we actually use. So you can create what they call like a Tusk wallet, a virtual wallet that you could put money into and it becomes these Tusk coins. And then you could go around and they're actually helping people set up these systems on their sites. I'm going to get involved in that. I'm going to. I'm going to like sign up something. So let's say like I'm selling my patches or something like that. Folks can use it to, to you know, get my patches. I'm going to start off small, but it's a system that will be very difficult for some. You, they won't be able to pull it. And the whole intention is to make this almost like PayPal, you know. And for example, as a gun guy, PayPal banned me because I'm a gun guy. Banned me for life uh, from being able to ever use PayPal. And I never, I never bought or sold a gun using PayPal. You know, but basically because of what we do, they decided, yeah, you're banned. We don't want you to ever be able to use PayPal ever again. So I think we need to we need to think about all these things. I know it's a little boring. There's a lot of people out there that they can't wrap their mind around it. But in this brave new world that we're living in, this is these are the ways that these guys plan on getting to people. So just like you see, they shut down the news media. And just like they started controlling anything that people were putting on social media, don't believe that they won't start going after things like how do you buy and sell stuff, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, they want to control our money. Just, we saw it with the, when they pushed that whole agenda with this uh, COVID-19 where you can, the stores were not taking cash. Uh, there was a chain shortage, all this Crap! Basically, they they want to they want to eliminate us having any paper money, so they can control where we spend our money, how we spend our money, and whether they're going to let us spend our money eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And and uh, dot dot is asking, can I use Cash App? Yes, uh, I do actually use Cash App. Um. So for now, I don't know. You know, th- that's the thing about some of these things. You know. Lola said, "If you if you recall last year, Shopify did that." Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. you know. So um, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to do. I'm gonna try to do my part to get that out there. I know it's like a tough sell to the firearms industry because most of us are living in the Stone Age. You know, uh, a lot of dudes out there I, just I, found out about Facebook. I get it. Yeah, it's a little different when you talk about money. For it's sure, a lot different. Yeah, but especially this, when you, especially when you're gonna you're gonna put your trust in somebody that I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah, but I, the I, thing about I, it is that you got to realize you don't have to take your entire fortune. So Walter, for example, you don't have to take all your millions of dollars, Walter, and put it all into that thing. You oh, could I take you could take like you know a hundred bucks and put it over there and do some stuff, see how it is, mess around with it, you know, just a little okay. bit of walking around money. And you can see what happens. <laughs> you don't have to put the whole the whole thing in there, you know? The whole pot of gold. Yeah, you don't have to put everything in there and risk everything. I think, but we have to try to figure these things out and figure out how they work. It's tough. It's tough for me to do it. Um, but we have to try to figure these things out because we are going to get smacked upside the head 
by this kind of stuff. This is how they're going to shut people down. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just telling you guys, there's, there's lots of things out there that indicate that. Eli EDC yeah. gave us a super chat here. He says, good evening, everyone. Armaspect, your stealth recall spring system rocks. I own two of them so far. Hold on, let me put it back up. Uh, he says he... He owns two of them so far, and it does tame the recall spot on. Congrats on your success, and many more to come. By the way, I'm on Parlor as well, Eli EDC. So, boom. Thanks, Eli. I appreciate that. He gave Thank us you, Eli. Money. I appreciate Thank you, Eli. that. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to go on Parlor right now, Eli. Look, I'm going to put it up here. I'm going to go on Parlor right now and find Eli EDC and follow him. Let's see. If I'm not, I think I might be following him already. Eli EDC. Um, see, there you go, and I'm following you right now. Bam, there you yeah. go. So, yeah, make sure you go. What's that, Walt? Oh, I just got onto the parlor, and it's I guess it's looking for welcome to your feed updates from people who follow you will be shown here as it spins for five minutes. I can't be that many people that follow me. No, you know what's going on with Parler? It's what so it's what I was it's talking about. Hammered. Yes, it's there's hammered. Why and it's getting hammered because lots of us are going over there and using it and they weren't quite quite ready for that scale up of server, you know, the bandwidth was Oh, Mike just followed Eli EDC. Awesome. Eli, make so sure I can't it's like it's like locked up right now. I can't do anything. Yeah, just refresh. Just, just, just refresh, Walt. Refresh what? It'll be okay. There's no word there. Yeah, there's no place to refresh. Yeah. Uh, uh, press the home button. Just wait. Press the home button. I'll press home button. <laughs> going away. Boom. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> Walter, I it's mean, like, but, 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 mm -hmm. but just that's a fine example. When you okay. say go over there and somebody, has, somebody that's, you know, they go over there and that starts going on, they're going to go, F this. I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying it, you know, I'm not going to wait 20 minutes to for it to clear up and stare at it for 20 No, I understand minutes, that. Man. I think they're trying to, they're definitely working on scaling it up. Michael Avon says, I joined Parlor and Rumble yesterday. Rumble is, is um, Rumble's kind of like a, a YouTube kind of platform. And uh, I went there and tried to sign up for it. I think it's a similar thing to what Walter is saying. All of these things are kind of rough if you compare it to YouTube or Instagram or other places that you use. But I think we were talking about this on yesterday's podcast. Uh, okay, it's better. you got to try. If you go, I surrender, I'm only going to be on Instagram. When Instagram cuts everyone off or starts limiting, like right now people were telling me that they're not even getting the notifications that we're going live with the podcast. So when YouTube well, does that to you, what are you supposed to do? You know, that's the, the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. That's the name of this show comes from the book. Uh, tell me if you guys heard of this or not. There's a book called Who Moved My Cheese. Anyone ever heard of that? I love that book. Absolutely. I think Jeffrey Moore wrote that. Yeah, it's a great book. I'm not I'm not sure I could pull I could pull up uh, who exactly like, wrote it. Um, yeah. No, it's not Robert you know, Kiyosaki, Lola. Crossing the chasm. Never mind. Yes. Yeah, it's called Who Moved My Cheese? Uh, Spencer Johnson. Here, I'll throw it up on... Uh, I'll it's throw a fun it up. read. Yeah, it's a good read. It's quick. Um, let's see. Maybe we can get Lola to make a, a, a copy of it. It's a quick book. Who Moved My Cheese? That's what it looks like. Let's see if this says how many... I think it's, I don't know, 30, 40 pages. It's not 
It's not. You can get it. I think it's um, two hours to read it. Yeah, it's a quick, quick read. Yeah. So this comes from the podcast. Who moved my freedom? Comes from that idea. And one of the ideas is in there is if we're rats in a maze, and they move the cheese. So one, we're always used to going this direction and getting to the cheese, and then we get accustomed to that. And then one day you follow that path, and when you go there, no cheese. So what do you do? <laughs> Do you sit around complaining that there's no cheese? If you go somewhere else and someone else is trying to put some cheese out for you and they're slow with getting the cheese out, do you complain that they're slow getting the cheese out? Or do you keep looking for the cheese? And that's the reason why I call this the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Because we need to do the same thing with freedom. They're constantly moving freedom around. You know? And either we keep looking around for them to put out the freedom for us, or we keep we keep pursuing freedom. That's uh, that's I'm not I'm not gonna rant too much, Walter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just so. I just take the cheese when somebody's got it. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> You're right? savage. It's, You're it's, savage. It's the old-fashioned way, you know. It's like, uh, you know, he didn't need that cheese anyway, right? <laughs> oh, that's gonna happen to people. <laughs> that's going to happen to people. So listen, we need to try. Hopefully things get better. Nothing's perfect out there. And um, it's all up to the market, right? If you believe in a free market system, you know, someone's going to, if, if Parla doesn't get their act together, someone else will be better. We'll all find that and go, hey, this is here. This works better. This is pretty good. I think mine's, I, I'm okay with mine's. I'm not going to say it's perfect. And I'm kind of spread out on all of these things right now. Um, I kind of look forward to the day when everyone just picks one of these things in terms of the freedom community and goes over there and I don't have to uh, function on like 12 different things, but you know. Yeah, and like I said before, somebody who's busy doing other stuff besides social media, yeah, it's, it's hard to, to keep a track of all this different things and places you post and it's like, I, I really I really wish that the firearms industry would have invested in some of this a little bit more than they have. It would make it so it's not to say like then we could just be on the socialist communist uh, social medias, right, to to you know, to have an existence on there and funnel everyone to that. But but and you know, then in that we can have most of the gun people and for us who we need to talk to and uh, do business with and all that, it would just be so much easier. Right? You know what you know what you know what we need, Hank, is we need the gun industry to come up with a banking industry of their own mm -hmm. and take the money away from these banks who don't want don't want our business anyways, mm -hmm. but they will take our money. Mm -hmm. if, if we could if the if the entire gun industry pulled all their money and put it in their own banking industry, then we'd get we would get some respect. Yeah, but it, it unfortunately, good, the but people. Yeah. Unfortunately, these people that are involved in the gun industry make their money off the banking industry too. So, um, through investments and everything yeah. else. And I think the best shot we have is something like Tusk. I'm not saying Tusk. I don't have anything to do with it. Not, you know, I'm not necessarily going to make I'm, I, I'm going to get involved in it. So I don't want to say I'm not going to make anything out of it because I'm going to get involved in it and find out. It's called risk. Absolutely. You, you have to take risks. You have to take chances. And I think it's an opportunity if we look at it, if we vet it, if we try to use it. If someone out there, let's say Alex is a really smart guy. 
you know? Uh, you guys might not be seeing the full, getting it with the full flavor of that. <laughs> you know, and he's, he's, he's humble and quiet. But let's say Alex takes a look at that and goes, you know what, this is cool, but I think this could be done better. That's how we get better. Try. You know, maybe a couple of different people try to do it. Maybe everyone, all of these guys come up with some cool different things and eventually they realize maybe we should get together and merge and make this happen. This is how all of these things grow and develop. And then, yes, to go to what you're saying, Mike, which you are very right, we take our power away from them so they don't get to control our money. We do. Because they realize that there's the Constitution and the Second Amendment, and they realize how tough that is for them to break down. But one of the easiest ways they could do it is to pull the plug on you being able to buy and sell stuff. Yeah, exactly what, what, what PayPal did to a lot of the farms industry when they shut off their accounts with no notice, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Including us, I think, two and a half months ago. Oh, the PayPal hit you guys? We did. Yeah, we got hit by them and then by Facebook as well. Wow. So. Did they ban you for life? No. Okay. Okay, but so they didn't ban we, you for we using. Banned, we banned them for life. Oh, you banned them for life. Yes, that's the way it should be. Yeah, listen, I'm just trying to talk about this before it's too late. And I know, I know it's tough. I was talking to John Crump about this. And he's like, man, it's real tough to try to talk to people. But we have to try to do it. You know, um, when the apocalypse of this comes, the people who aren't ready are going to get, uh, they're going to get washed over. And, and it's going to be pretty devastating. You know, the closer you are to being ready, I'm not saying that you have to be ready. You need to at least be thinking about these things so you can quickly move into it. And that's that's the point of what I'm doing. Uh, you know, it doesn't make everything that we do here super sexy. I think some of it is. But what's Speak the for yourself? <laughs> what's the point of talking? At, what's the point of talking about the like cool accessories that Armaspec makes? If one day these people could come along and no matter what you try to do, you can't buy that online. This is what's in the Biden plan. If you haven't looked at the Biden plan, go look at it. The, the Biden, yep. the whole, the, the, there's a part in the plan that says to stop online sales. No, you guys don't believe me, right? No, no, I've what heard am I, it. What am, I, what am I supposed to say? Am I supposed to say, you're lying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm just listening, you know. Yeah. I no, I know. I'm not, that, I'm not talking about you. Well, that includes firearms yeah, parts. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So um, now that's will, what's that? will evolve. Yeah. They will evolve at, at the at the speed they're supposed to evolve. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Sometimes, sometimes I, I, as much as you want to push things, that's like opening up with this parlor and then all of a sudden everybody in the whole country hits it and it crashes. So what good was it? Well, the, the problem is, is the problem is everybody waited until um, that election week when they when all of a sudden they woke up and realized the media is lying to you. What? <laughs> I've been realized that they realized <laughs> I've been done. Somebody, told you <laughs> they realized that once somebody told them about it. Yeah. Told them about, oh, there's this parlor place. Oh, wow, I'm going to go check it out. Well, you know uh, what happened, Walt? You know. Can I tell you what happened? Seriously. What happened is some big uh, content creators or personalities or whatever in the gun space all of a start, all of a sudden started throwing oh, out posts on Instagram. Oh, I'm on parlor. You want to check me out? Well, I'm you on know parlor. why? Is there, is there money involved in parlor for those people? 
I don't know, but I'm not. I'm not saying it, it was anything uh, <laughs> well, nefarious you know behind going it. This, right? Well, no, but I'm not saying no. I don't think they. I don't know if they did it because of money. I don't think so. I think because all of a sudden they realized, whoa, <laughs> you know, Instagram was hitting people and deleting people's Instagrams, and Facebook was doing stuff, and YouTube and Twitter, right? And they were like, doing it for years. Yeah. If if this is what I believe and how I live, if they're not coming for me now, they will. Uh, Guns and Gear got his Instagram deleted. I don't think he's gotten it back. He's over on a alternate Instagram. So I think once all of this started happening and people started seeing, it's like a stampede. Once once people start seeing the big guys doing it, now everyone is stampeding into Parlor. When we've all been there for probably most of this year. So that's what's creating it. Like, Parlo wasn't ready to scale up this fast and deal with it. And I'm not trying to defend them. This is the way it goes. They'll either work it out or they won't. And uh, we'll move on to somewhere else. Let me get this. this Go ahead. This will either clear up or it won't. <laughs> <laughs> true, Walt. <laughs> true. True. Uh, we got a super chat from Armin and Axis. He says, Mike, with those glasses, is reminding me of John Goodman and the Big Lebowski. <laughs> Laugh a lot. Anyone else see it? Um, counted zero. These is are that actually the, my glasses, zero. but they weren't good for monitors, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. I do see the big Lebowski thing. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. It's the yeah. cheese. You, you could you could you could use that gold plated forty five. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was John Goodman's? Uh, uh, wait, he was no, he wasn't the Lebowski. What was John Goodman's part? Hold on. What was the name of his character in there? In the Big Lebowski. Hold on, now I gotta pull it up. He wasn't Lebowski. I think it was Walter. Yeah. The Big Lebowski and uh, Walter (laughs) Subchak. There he goes. Oh, you remember it because, of course, that's your name, Walter Subchak. Yeah. That was his character in there. It was funny, and he was a gun guy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I don't know if he was really in Nam or Korea or whatever he was supposed to be in. Like, I think I think he played the Vietnam thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it was a little bit of stolen valor in that movie. I I don't know. Was he really uh, in there, or, and it made him crazy, or was he just? I gotta look crazy. At, yeah, I gotta look at that movie again and see how it goes. Okay, listen, we did two hours. We did two hours here. We talked about a lot of stuff. A little bit about Armor Spec. Hopefully, uh, if you guys haven't heard of them, you have now, and you can check them out. Hopefully we haven't scared them too much, and maybe Mike and Alex will come back on. Um, yeah, again, sometimes. It was definitely a learning experience. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever done a podcast? I've never done one. Okay. Wow. A lot we, of videos, a lot of, you know, you get that get that five to eight minutes of chat show where you got to talk about stuff, or you've got <laughs> the yeah. elevator pitch when you meet somebody, but mm-hmm. this, was, this, was, this was fun. Yeah. It was definitely fun. Yeah, Walter, we, yeah. Popped, we, popped, we popped that cherry. The, big, the yeah. biggest thing about doing these is you just have to be yourself. That's all. Yeah. You guys, I think you guys did good. You know, we'll definitely have you guys come back on. If there's anything, well, I know you're kind of busy, so I don't know if there's new stuff coming out for next year or something like that. But hopefully we'll get you back on. If you have new stuff, we'll be able to talk about it, show it to the people, get the, uh, the questions and stuff like that answered. I think, you know, there's still folks out there, excuse me, that are very interested well, hey. in that. Mm-hmm. Well, Hank, what I want to do is I want to, I want to see that when we do the live one from our respect's new facility, where we can show you all the new equipment. Mm-hmm. 
You know, you, you I think you, you you know we've got a couple toys that we've uh, that we're, we're working on right now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, love to have you out to the new facility. Maybe late next year when we got things running smooth. Okay, uh, we'll have you out. Yeah. We'll do a live show from Armstrong. Oh, that'll be cool. I'm up for it. Absolutely, I'll love that. That'll be cool. Uh, maybe I'll bring Walter along. I don't know. We'll see. You know, we'll, we'll have him pushing some buttons over there <laughs> in the factory. That'll be fun. What uh, yeah. what are you guys? Um, do you have a brand of uh, of machine you like the most? Use the most in your shop? Yeah. What? Uh, I'd like to say probably the stars are my favorite. The so what? I like screw machines. Uh, they they run and run and run. They'll just. What is it called again? A star screw machines. A star screw oh, machines. Screw okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. I like right. Haas as well. Mm-hmm. Easy control. I have, a, I have a couple of Hosses. I'm getting ready to buy a couple of Hercos, actually, I think. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, those are great, too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, this is where I get lost. I've heard of Haas. That's the only <laughs> one I've heard of. Screw <laughs> Machine is what uh, Lola used to call me when she first met me. Oh, that's my. That's a good nickname. Okay, I could. It's for making little round parts and things. Things like yes, pins and stuff like that. Do you guys have any wire EDM stuff? Doing any of that? No. Okay. All right. So listen, let's go. I'm going to go around here and let everyone tell the folks out there how um, they could communicate with you guys and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm going to start with. I'm going to start with Alex. So if folks are out there, now obviously you're both from Armaspec, but is there a way that someone can communicate with you directly, Alex? Or what do you want these folks to do? Where do you want them to go to if they want to know more about Armaspec? Uh, that's a great question. I don't have a public email address, mm-hmm. but they can always contact support or customer or, you know, customer service or sales, and they can, they can get a hold of me. All right. Awesome. I should, I should create a public email address. That would make it easier. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably, yeah. yeah. So, Mike, um, what? same for you. You know, folks out there see this and they want to, you know, ask you questions or they're interested in things same, other than same, going to. You know, but basically, a lot of the times when people call up and they're looking for tech, their technical support, I'm the one that picks up the phone. So I'm mm-hmm. saying if you're going to if you call in, uh, more than likely you're going to get me on the phone. Mm-hmm. Helping you pick out which is the right unit you need. What's the benefit of using our product? Uh, people are just concerned. They want to know whether or not we are truly an American-made company, which we are. Uh, it's easy. Just just go go to our website. Uh, pick up. You know, just call. Odds are you're going to get me on the phone. Uh, mm-hmm. If not, just ask for me. The, you know, the VP of Sales, Mike, and I'll be happy to talk with anybody that wants to talk. I love to talk to people. Okay, very good. Um, all right, Walter. Same thing for you. How can the folks follow you? Okay, if you guys are interested in getting a lower, you can uh, you can either email at safetyharborfirearms.com or you can call the shop. Um, and you can find the address for, safe, for the shop at safetyharborfirearms.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, got on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, safetyharborfirearms.com. Um, there's stenparts.com, the, the part about making sten parts and machine gun parts. And um, that, there's actually an Instagram Sten Parts um, site, too, for in, on Instagram. I post some pictures there every once in a while. Um, and then there's uh, the Dirtfoot Racing, which I, I do mini bikes and stuff, too, guys. So that's on Facebook, Instagram, and, uh, and YouTube also. So All that's right. the main ways. Very cool. And by the way, there's no thumbs-ups on this video. So you guys that are out there, smash the thumbs-ups. 
Okay, we really appreciate that. I guess we, we just got busy talking about things, and I didn't give instructions. And for some reason, everyone has to get instructions to uh, smash the thumbs ups. And it's never too late to do that, of course. You can smash those thumbs ups. In terms of those lowers, if you're interested in the Sevis Passim one or the Hank Strange one, you're going to have to campaign because Walter doesn't believe that anybody would be interested in those, even though... They look really. What they, he's talking they, about. They look good, especially the Hank Strange one I, looks I, good. You guys don't you have need to, to put your. Huh? You need to put your CPAP machine on. Get some oxygen <laughs> or something. <laughs> I knew that was coming back. I knew that was coming back at some point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I got you. I got you. Uh, but listen, get in touch with Walter. Let him know that you're interested in those. Make sure you guys go check out Armaspec on social media. They have an Instagram. They have a Facebook. Uh, you can check out the website there on Parlor and other places uh, that you guys are looking for them. Do not forget, there is no show tomorrow night, and I don't think we're doing anything next week either. We're going to take next week off. It's Thanksgiving and all that kind of stuff going on. Oh, that's right. It is. Yeah, it? yeah. Yeah. So we'll just we'll just take the whole week off next week. There will be stuff going up here as well as on Hank Strange. I've got like tons of videos to edit, so don't believe that I'm just going to be taking it easy. I'm going to get uh, work done. I, don't, I haven't put up any of the videos from us shooting stuff with uh, PSA yet, Walter. So, um, you slacker. You're a slacker. You've been slacking off. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> that that sleep machine's been choking me out, man. It's been choking me out. <laughs> you put some of that ganja, some of that ganja smell in that machine. You get, you'll be, like, you'll be uh, all yeah. right. Uh, yeah, definitely can't handle that. But listen, I really do want to thank Alex and Mike for coming on. I, I met these guys about a month ago. They're awesome dudes. Uh, I did get a chance to try out some of the the stuff that they make, as well as you know, we'll we'll get some stuff here and do some more things for you guys who are interested. But thanks so much, Alex and Mike, for taking uh, uh, the two hours out thank of your you. night and coming on the show. Appreciate it. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, I'll email you tomorrow, Hank. We'll get the, we'll get that product out to you. Yeah, absolutely. No rush on it. Don't worry about it. Everyone stay right there. No one go anywhere. I'm going to do the end. Here it goes. Smash those thumbs ups. Ring the bell to be notified every time we go live, guys. Yeah, there you go. Make sure you, uh, if you're going to look for the audio, it's going to be on iTunes and all the other places you get your audio podcast from. Big shout out to Harry's Holsters. Thanks to them for sponsoring the show. We really do appreciate that. Helps us keep the lights on around here. Have a great, safe weekend. I'll see you guys on social media um, and other places. Thanks so much. Who wants the last word? Get together with your family on Thanksgiving. Just don't be doing a lot of kissing and hugging, okay? You know? Yeah. Don't be don't, spreading the COVID. Don't let them, don't let the terrorists take Thanksgiving. Oh, no, you got to get together. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah, peace and love. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. Be safe. We're out. Peace.